0: After being taken down by Paul Blart Malkop, Jack and Josh look to cheer themselves up with some funny people. This is Truly Happily Madison.
1: Hello. Oh, hi! Ah, hello! Oh, what's going on here? That's not the weasel. <laughs> that's the gremlin. I don't like this at all. <laughs> this, <laughs> what's... Is, uh,
0: this is how Adam Sarno does some jokes within the film oh, we're going to talk
1: about today. Oh, <laughs> I see. Yes, it's... It's, it's oh, very good. Oh, look at you,
0: Joshua. Oh, your Joshua! a massive cock. Yes. Oh, yes.
1: No, I prefer <laughs> thick hogsman. You got that thick <laughs> hog, don't you, boy? I, I can tell you got the girth. Uh,
0: I know we're not talking <laughs> about the movie yet, but I should say <laughs> that about an hour in, it did wear me down, and I started laughing at the cock jokes. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jack, what happened?
0: It was just like, you know, it was, it, like, I was so taken of the movie that I was just like, you know what, I'm giving it to it. I'm,
1: I'm laughing at this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think uh, I might have laughed at... No, I don't think I did. No cock jokes. There I mean, there for... are cock jokes, that I just don't think I... Oh, no, I did laugh at one.
0: <laughs> I think the one right. that really got me the first time was just... Um... When he was talking to Aubrey Plaza and Seth Rogen, and he was just like, just mentioned that Seth, just casually mentioned that Seth has a massive hog.
2: Yeah. (laughs) It was
0: just like. uh, uh, Hi, Josh. Oh, hi, Jack. How are you? Hello. Um, Hello. Are you okay?
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm good. I've had a wonderful bank holiday filled with activities. So many things I did. <laughs> including, I lay on my bed. I sat up in my bed. <laughs> I watched something on my TV. Oh, I, wa- I tell you what I did. I watched La Lahen. Ah, fuck, man, that's good shit. Why can't we do Truly Happily Castle? <laughs>
0: well, for l- l- listeners won't know that we've just spent like the last twenty minutes discussing how fun <laughs> it would be to do a series on Polly Shaw. <laughs>
1: Fuck yeah. <laughs> Soon. Anyway, yeah, so that's how my weekend's been. I saw my family on Friday for the first time in six months. That oh, was I exciting. saw mine
0: for like the first time in a while as well. Whoa.
1: Look at that's... us. Oh. The family men. That's a yeah. film. That is. We'll never cover it. <laughs> <laughs> but how you doing, Jack?
0: Yeah, I'm okay. I've I've been going on like a lot of runs. Um Ooh. Uh, Paper re- runs, milk runs You know, like running On the on, oh, the, on the ground We'll see if this makes it into the final edit Please say it does I love <laughs> it Or
1: just have us, yeah, just cut straight from How you're weak, like the running And then go into you saying I wonder if this will make it into the podcast And everyone <laughs> will think it was about running <laughs> That'd be exciting
0: uh, Yeah, we'll see <laughs> um, <laughs> Cool but uh, are, you, are you um are you still riding on the high of watching uh, Paul Black walk Up last week?
1: Oh, I forgot I did that. <laughs>
0: so clearly not.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: that that high did not last you very long. No,
1: I've had a very not bad week. I mean, it's been a really good week. I've had a good time. I've had a good time, but in doing so, I've neglected to eat healthily oh. or to exercise, and so I feel. Terrible physically, but emotionally, I'm all right. Lovely. That's, that's where I'm that's, at. How that, about that's you? That's pretty
0: good. Um, emotionally, I'm pretty all right. Yeah. Nice. Uh, you know, just just getting on getting on by. Um, living living my life day to day, trying not up. to be led astray, as I believe a a song from uh, the clerk soundtrack says.
1: Good. <laughs> But what are we talking about, and what is this podcast, Jack? This podcast? This one? Yeah, this one.
0: Well, Josh Pappenheim, my co-host. Each week, your host, Jack Gregson and Josh Pappenheim, discuss the entire filmography of Happy Madison Productions from 1999 to current day. And, uh, and you know, we're still in the 10-year anniversary.
1: 10 years. 10 yeah. more years. 10, ten years it,
0: it does go on for... At least 10 more years, and then a bit more, in fact, because it, there'll be films in 2019. Shit,
1: <laughs> true. There'll be films in 2090. This studio will last for a thousand years. I
0: didn't realize that that basketball movie that he's doing, son is doing with uh, Queen Latifah, is a Happy Madison production.
1: Space Jam 2 is a Happy <laughs> Madison production. <laughs>
0: time out time out josh
1: (laughs) yeah
0: what is that trailer i
1: haven't watched it yet i'm sorry i haven't watched it i love the original i like i I like
0: the original from a nostalgic point of view because i watched it a lot as a kid i don't think the original is a perfect film
1: no i did yeah i loved it as a kid i watched it again recent uh, probably in lockdown one i don't know whenever disney plus was new uh it's not a disney film what the fuck am i talking about (laughs) I watched it at some point over the last. It's 18 fun. Months. It's fun. It's just so short and strange.
0: It's like the opening of it being just like look at the opening credits are like the history of why Michael Jordan is great. It's the like, best. It has like his like graduation photo and like stuff like that. And it's just like all these headlines about like Michael Jordan is the best person you will ever meet. And you're like, wow!
1: Wow, <laughs> I love Michael Jordan. Yeah, I think at the time I was like, well, I got really into basketball and started playing. Oh yeah, well, I, I didn't think start playing,
0: but I like would pretend like I knew what basketball was. Mm,
1: no, the the film, thing. the
0: film I was talking about was is Hustle, which is uh,
1: Hustle.
0: Yeah, not hustlers, Hustle. Hustle. Which I believe it's supposed to come out this year. Uh, it's about a washed-up basketball scout discovers a phenomenal streetball player while in China, and sees the prospect as his opportunity to get back into the NBA. Mm. And I was, I was like, sure, this was like like an uncut gem sort of thing, which wouldn't be uh, come under the happy Madison <laughs> banner. But no, 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 we're we're back in there. Fuck I'm yeah! Quite interested and we'll have to cover it on this podcast even if it comes out after we've stopped covering madison movies
1: yeah during truly happily polly
0: truly happily polly truly happily Ernest, truly happily whatever
1: i've still got my one yeah well i
0: hope your your one's uh vetoed now because you've gone for polly
1: no polly <laughs> yeah. is
0: that was a joint choice oh that's you that's all you you oh. can't have yours anymore you've got to yeah. go for polly instead <laughs>
1: fine i guess we'll, we'll see
0: be we'll see we'll see how i'm feeling
1: yeah we'll, Please see be benevolent.
0: we'll see if we want to continue this oh oh no okay. i I'm I'm, I'm I'm doing the joke you thick hogsman <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you i also believe you to have a wide penis uh
0: yeah so we are talking about 2009 Funny people, funny people. Uh, Joke, this is, there this is, it is this is um, the first, uh, the last time we'll see. or well, we didn't see the logo didn't come up on this one, but Madison Twenty Three Productions is uh, oh, yeah is the uh, producer for this one. Not Happy Madison, technically.
1: Mm. Is that uh, the same one as Rain Over Me?
0: It's the same as Rain Over Me. Yeah. Right. I wonder if uh, Hustle will have it as well.
1: Mm. I don't know. Um, it could be like the longest yard. Who knows? It could be. It could Similar be. Plot. It didn't
0: sound like it. No. It sounded pretty strange. More like Mean Machine. <laughs> More like Mean Machine. <laughs> we can't talk about Mean. Machine. We've been banned from talking about Mean Machine.
1: <laughs> Who banned us?
0: Vinnie Jones.
1: Oh fuck. <laughs> Not Danny Meehan himself. He said if you talk about
0: Mean Machine one more time, he's gonna (laughs) shove it right up your Mean Machine.
1: Oh my god. Do it, Daddy. (laughs) Daddy Vinny.
0: We're talking about 2009's Funny People (laughs) from Madison 2023 Productions. Was that what it's called? Uh, Yes. Um, Yes, Madison 23 Productions. Josh, do you have an IMDb plot synopsis
1: for this I do. And it's now, written by. I've, I've seen. I've seen
0: them on there. There's one that, that is incredibly long.
1: I'm not doing that one. Don't worry.
0: Oh, I was so hoping you were.
1: No. It's Very oh. long. I'll have a look at it. I'll see. No, I don't do. I'll the make long an one. assessment. There's also. One oh, that... fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> it's like ten paragraphs. <laughs> I did that once before. Never again. Listeners, you'll thank me.
0: There's also one that's quite long. That's just one paragraph.
1: Um, By Hugger Oh, that's not the one that I'm going to uh, That's not the one that I'm going to read I just need to find out the name of um, The other two are by Anonymous Yep, so George is a very successful stand-up comedian Who learns that he has an untreatable blood disorder And is given less than a year to live Ira is a struggling up-and-coming stand-up comedian who works at a deli and has yet to figure out his on-stage persona. One night, these two perform at the same club and George takes notice of Ira. George hires Ira to be his semi-personal assistant as well as his friend. Written by Edward De Vere, 17th Earl of Oxford. Very funny. Um... <laughs> it is a funny joke. But, uh... uh <laughs> ca-
0: carry on. Well, that's it. Isn't it? No. Is there more? Well, there's definitely more plot.
1: <laughs> Wait, which one? Um... I- I'm
0: joking in that that doesn't cover, like, most of the movie.
1: All right, I can give <laughs> you a shorter one.
0: No, I don't want a shorter one. I'm just saying <laughs> that there's, there's a lot of movie in this. This is the um... longest movie we're covering, so
1: that's true uh, his, uh, he's also don't got... Josh
0: I, no, no I, I was kidding please don't read it no anymore. I
1: was going to freewheel it
0: oh do you want to <laughs> uh, freewheel it
1: uh, Ira's also got some friends some of them are getting successful some aren't George uh, has an old girlfriend that he cheats on and she's now married to Hector from Troy and st- stuff that, that plotline goes on for like an hour and a half all right, we'll cut this. Uh, <laughs> no, leave it. In, it's good.
0: Uh yeah. Uh, do you want some stats?
1: I would love some stats.
0: So this is directed by Judd Apatow.
1: Apatow.
0: Let's 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 sidebar off of this stat right here because um, <laughs> this is this is like uh, Judd Apatow's big blank check movie.
1: Is it? This is what he cashes it in for.
0: Essentially, um, because this is his third directorial work after Forty Year Old Virgin and Knocked Up, Mm. as well as you know producing like Superbad and Pineapple Express and all that, so he has become Mr. Hollywood comedy man. Yes, and this is, I think, just it's very interesting that you know he goes on to do this movie that I don't think. Feels incredibly like Knocked Up or Forty Year Old Virgin. This is sort of his attempt to be James L. Brooks.
1: Like, yeah, I like, can see that. This is
0: like I can do very nice comedies, and I I love Knocked Up and Forty Year Old Virgin, um, and I love this movie as well. Mm. But uh, it's just it. I just think it's like this is clearly like I've done all these sort of big broad comedies now, and now I'm going to do something a little like little. Darker, a little, a little darker, a little darker, a little more human. Not that Knocked mm. Up isn't human, or Forty Year Old Virgin isn't human, but there's no, but
1: there's more caricatures there's, of yeah, people.
0: This is more of like a, the this is a passion project. You can feel it in the in the film.
1: This uh, is someone who fucking loves comedy, making yeah. a film about comedy.
0: This is someone who, as a young wannabe comedian hooked his own, like, got a chance to be mentored by Gary Shandling and, yeah. uh, and as essentially writing a film about a comedian and his mentor.
2: Yeah. I
0: don't think Shandling is the basis of the character in this because I don't think Shandling was was quite as mean as this guy is.
1: Um yeah. You never know.
0: No. I, I Well, I watched, um, Apatow's, uh, Oh, the doc, Gary, the the doc. The I believe it's a three-hour documentary on Gary Shandling. Yeah. Uh, no, four-hour twenty minutes. Apologies.
1: <laughs> I do want to watch it. It like is good. Off.
0: It's two. It's two parts. Yeah, um, fine. Uh, it's really good. Um, but yeah, the, I think they had a much better relationship than George and Ira do in this movie. Yeah. Um. Probably. But yeah, I just wanted to like so. And also, it's just it, in a sense this is one of the weirdest movies I think we're covering because I don't think it feels like a Happy Madison movie. No, it really, <laughs> it, doesn't. It, it feels mm. like an Apatow movie. Yeah. Um, which, do you reckon you it's know.
1: Do you reckon it's just a case that like Appertail wanted Sandler and Sandler was like, I won't do it unless I produce.
0: I don't think it's so much that I think probably Sandler puts his producerial. Stance behind it to help get the movie the funding that it does. Kasana, we as we both know, is pretty good at getting funding for movies. You
1: can get money.
0: And this somehow. movie is uh, cost seventy five million dollars to make. So um, I'm not sure how much knocked up cost, but I'd probably a little less.
1: Like twenty. I'm gonna look it up now. Maybe. I don't see... I mean, I know we've said this so many times. I don't see fucking $75 million.
0: Knocked Up was made for $30 million.
1: <laughs> So this is, like,
0: double that and a bit. Is it the private jet? <laughs> I mean, there's stuff in this movie I can see looks expensive. That house they shoot in looks really fucking expensive.
1: That's true.
0: Um, but they uh, didn't buy it. No, well, you Did gotta they? rent it. Yeah, I guess. Um... And it's a big cast of people as well.
1: Yeah, um, true. It's a long movie that costs money. It's a long movie. <laughs> um, and it's also
0: one of the few movies we get to talk about that looks like a real movie.
1: Yeah, fuck, it really does. Because it's, it's shot it's by a fucking
0: um, uh, who is Jan- Janusz Kaminski who's, like, Spielberg's cinematographer. No! <laughs> yeah, like, he, oh, like, shoots, like, good. um he shot, like, Saving Private Ryan Fuck. and Catch Me If You Can. And, like, he shoots everything for Spielberg Um, from, he shot Schindler's List. <laughs> you know, I, think, I think, like, from Schindler's List onwards, he shoots everything for a while. What, every Spielberg? Yeah. Like, um he shot, yeah, Ready Player One, The Post, BFG, Bridges Fire, so he's been doing them all. But yeah, at one point he just teams up with Apatow for funny people.
1: <laughs> he really believed in the projects.
0: There's a weird like Oscar short where I think Rogan and um Franco are playing their Pineapple Express characters and getting stoned with Janusz Kaminski. Kaminsky. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's really good it's very much like an oscar store for like nerds like me who are Like, <laughs> look it's janice kaminsky this is the film Janusz shot after doing indiana jones and the kingdom of the crystal skull
1: uh, this and is probably he, a better experience and
0: then he goes on to shoot james l brooks's last film which feels very appropriate mm. um but is yeah james l. brooks dead no but he hasn't made a movie since 2010 and it was shit it was called how do you know (laughs) Um, uh but yeah i just thought it's very interesting that this is you know under the happy madison banner but it very much feels like an apatow movie doesn't feel so much like sandler has a lot of creative input probably a lot of improvising from sandler but
1: Yeah, I don't think that, like, him extendedly screaming Schmyra over and over again, I don't think that was in the script. That feels like pure, straight from the Sandman brain As someone who
0: has read this script and actually owns a copy of the uh, released script, I can, I could check, but I don't have it with me at the moment. Oh, okay. I thought you had Um, it memorized. I was about to be very scared for you. But I read this script when I was 18, uh, before the movie came out.
1: (laughs) What? Were you, like, super excited for it then? Were you like, this is it, this is my time? So, I was, and pretty much still am,
0: a Judd Apatow devotee. Yeah. Like, I went to, um, I saw 40-Year-Old Virgin in the cinema and absolutely loved it. I thought it was brilliant. Uh, I went to the Edinburgh Film Festival and saw Knocked Up, and I saw like Knocked Up like Whoa. three times in cinemas. Wow. Um, I really loved it. I like loved Superbad. I loved Pineapple Express. I was very much into... I was very much a white com- comedy nerd, you know, white boy comedy nerd.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I, I loved it. And, like, it gets announced that Judd Apatow is making his next movie after Knocked Up, which, you know, really blew up for him and was a big hit and they announced that it's starring adam sandler and you know (laughs) and you know what
1: i was crushed were you i was crushed did you not see even then that one day it would become the subject of one of the top 20 adam sandler podcasts on the market Did I didn't I didn't I didn't have the, didn't foresight. Have the foresight. No um,
0: I was so I was sort of just like, oh man, really Adam Sandler's gonna be your next star? Like that's Were feels you too like good a... for him at that point. Yeah. I was.
1: <laughs> sad.
0: I was but I was like, you know, I was optimistic and then like the trailer came out and I really liked the trailer and I tracked down the script online and I you know like devoured it. And I had been to like John Appleton talks, and I'd, Whoa. I uh, I imported Freaks and Geeks on DVD and Undeclared, and like I was, <laughs> I was, yeah.
1: Okay, so you're all in. You're like you're not you're you're a step away from stalking, essentially. Yes.
0: Um. Anytime I'm like like in an interview about like something I've written or a script, like uh, they ask me what like where where I want to be, and I'm always like I would like to. Be a Jud Apatow type. That is,
1: that is nice. like my
0: my dream. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was pretty hyped for this movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, fair enough.
0: This film stars <laughs> after <laughs> after the first um, tidbit of uh, this At film least 23 stars minutes in. This film stars Adam Sadler yeah. Seth Rogen, yeah, Leslie Mann, yeah, Eric Banner. Yes, and Jonah Hill. Yeah, it was released on the thirty first of July two thousand nine, and as Apple mentioned, made on a budget of seventy five million.
1: It's too much.
0: Wow, well, <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. Yeah, because at the domestic box office, this made a total of fifty one point
1: eight million. Oh dear. Okay.
0: Internationally, it made an extra nineteen point seven million, so totaling out to a seventy one point six million.
1: It's It's extremely bad.
0: It's it's yeah it's a really it's a really bad sort of um, yeah it's bad box office return. Especially considering again like Knocked Up came out made made for that thirty mil and made. $219.9 $219.9
1: million dollars right. worldwide. Yeah, one question about yeah. Knocked Up. How long is it? Knocked Up is 2 hours and 10 minutes. This is disgusting. <laughs> this is disgusting! No it's film a... should be that long. Full stop, period. No film should be 2 hours and 10 minutes. I don't entirely agree. Apart um... from the cat's extended butthole <laughs> edition. Otherwise, fuck off.
0: This is, yes, I, I will admit, <laughs> my, um, I got a message from previous uh, uh, guest, uh, Ben Phillips, noting that my letterbox ranking for funny people had gone down half a star and he asked why and I was like well <laughs> the length did get to me this time
1: yeah 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 yeah
0: but it that. didn't get to me the four times I went to see the cinema Jesus
1: Christ you <laughs> got like a bladder of steel <laughs> I just my god you do have that thick hog especially yeah. when you put the put the elastic band around the end to stop you from peeing <laughs> during the extended runtime of this film is what I'm getting at
0: Four, fourth time, Four times I went to see this at the cinema. I loved it each time. I was so in the pocket for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. How many pounds of, of the takings are you responsible for?
0: I didn't have a Cineworld card back then, so I put really, the first time I saw it, I saw it at a BFI screening. <laughs> Whoa. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. I saw it once at the View Leicester Square, which is a fucking expensive cinema as it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't remember where else is alright. Odin Richmond. <laughs> um, Your fave? Yeah. Probably Cineworld Hammersmith as well. Um there's so, tour, Despite it not being a box office hit, it did open at number one in the summer, which yeah. is pretty good. Ahead yeah. of um what?
1: I was gonna say, but what did it go up against?
0: <laughs> so it was ahead of Harry Potter six, so that's um
1: Half Blood one. Prince,
0: and that was in its, but that was in its third week.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, then you've got G Force in at number three in its Fuck second yes. week. <laughs> the Ugly Truth down to number four in its second week. Um, that's Catherine Heigl yes. and Gerard Butler. Obviously, Catherine Heigl, star of Avatar's last film, mm. and uh, went on to sit, make some disparaging comments about that film. So, interesting yeah. that they went head-to-head on this one.
1: Yeah.
0: And at number five, opening uh, opposite Funny People, you have Aliens in the Attic. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the only yeah, thing I know yeah. about Aliens in the Attic is that um, it was like a kid sort of kid-friendly alien uh, invasion movie. And right. I've listened to a podcast recently, I think it was How Did This Get Made, where they said they shot this film... And all the aliens, like, spoke, like, an alien language. Um, It was all done, like, they they had nothing written into the script. And after they shot it, they decided that the aliens needed to speak in English. (laughs) Oh, God. So they hired someone to, like, write in all this alien dialogue that could fit in with the movie. Oh, my God.
1: That's insane. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So that's fun. (laughs) Um, it's got a Rotten Tomato score of 69% wahey nice (laughs) Um, I mean yeah I'd put it higher but
1: I think it's about right for me
0: yeah I'm sure like I feel like just like give it that 1% more get it at least into 70 (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) oh yeah 70 I agree with I'd Uh, give it a 70
0: yeah it's it's. I do really like this movie. I know you do, but um, yeah. and I thought for this week I would do other dramedies that came out in two thousand nine. So we got um, Up in the Air.
1: Yeah,
0: George Clooney, Anna Kendrick. Yeah, what would I... what would life be like if you had to collect air
1: miles? If you were on a plane, I saw that at the cinema.
0: <laughs> so did I. Shit. I think I saw all of these at the cinema.
1: Really... Um
0: <laughs> A Serious Man. Yeah. Which, for my money, is the best Coen Brothers movie.
1: Um, no, but, I mean, not for me, but it's a good choice.
0: What would be yours?
1: Hail Caesar. *Miller's Crossing. Yeah, Hail Caesar, yeah. I love it. I do no, like Mills, Hail Caesar. <laughs> Mills Crossing. Um, so good.
0: Yeah, it's all right,
1: isn't it? always put one in the brain baby
0: um i've sort of stretched the term dramedies because i was struggling to find stuff so there were two um, <laughs> uh, in the loop
1: yeah
0: <laughs> i've gone now just for sort of like more independent comedies yeah, sort of alternative right. comedy choices 500 days of summer uh yeah that counts and fantastic mr fox <laughs> which is like a film that I love, but defies description because is it a kids' movie? Maybe I don't think kids would enjoy it, but sure. <laughs> so, yeah. like, um, the same year you had "Where the Wild Things Are," which is like, yeah, exactly. Like, who, I love this who? movie, but I don't know who this movie is for. Do
1: you know who it's for? It's me. For me. Yeah, the boys it's,
0: it's for sad boys like us.
1: it's For sad boys and people who really love arcade fire and who possibly now have "Where the Wild Things Are" inspired tattoos, but that's. Do you? Yeah, that's what my tattoo is. My single tattoo, my sole tattoo.
0: Is it it, um, the wild rumpus?
1: No, I wish it was. No, it's just the crown. It's the crown that Max wears, illustrated from the book. Beautiful. What a film.
0: That that film film is like a film I think is absolutely fantastic in every way. But again, it's one that I'm just like... baffles the mind <laughs> who, that that film who, exists.
1: Who is this for? <laughs> this is a year where people... Yeah, I think it's... This is a year where people go insane and just start making whatever very the much, fuck they want.
0: It's very much a year of films for Jack Gregson. Yeah. Where you got, <laughs> yeah. like, funny people, Fantastic Mr. Fox, A Serious Man, yeah. <laughs> Where the Wild Things Are. Fucking loved the Star Trek reboot that year as well. What a year. Oh yeah. Shit. That was this
1: fuck. Yeah, that was great. That's was another also Eric like, banner, isn't it?
0: It's also like the one year after Marvel starts mm. where they didn't release a movie. Mm. And, you know, well apart from last year obviously. Um
1: mm.
0: but like uh, you know, we uh are we better off maybe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> maybe, maybe we were. Yeah.
1: Um, was there a Fast and Furious this year?
0: I think they actually I think it was Fast and Furious 4.
1: Fuck. So the beginning of the new saga.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, shit. Maybe 2000... Maybe, you know what? Fuck it. 1999, done. 2009 <laughs> is the last good year of cinema.
0: 1999, tired. Yeah. <laughs> 2009, wired.
1: Shit, it is... It is, yeah. Fast and Furious 4. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Maybe
0: 2009? we
1: have to do the 2009 podcast.
0: Maybe. Well, you know, maybe we'll be talking about people who do podcasts with Nine in them, and we'll see if they have any interest in doing yeah, it. True. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah. Sorry I interrupted you earlier, but yes, Eric Banner was also in Star Trek. Um, oh, I'm amazed you he, remembered. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> I thought it was just a throwaway. He, yeah, uh, yeah, he was having a bit of a year. So let's get into this. Have, you'd seen this before.
1: I had, yes. Um, I think once, and I cannot remember when. I, it <laughs> wouldn't have been at the cinema... Um it might have been like a streaming or in a league or or a or a cheeky I'm not sure a it cheeky. will have it would have been about ten years ago
0: it's all right I paid enough times to see it it <laughs> made <true>. up. <laughs> Weird yeah. it up
1: yeah it's probably a cheeky um no it will have been a streaming i think um it was my yeah. cheeky downloading of the screenplay
0: was that a cheeky download? It was an IMDb forum swap. Whoa. I sent someone the screenplay for Scott Pilgrim, and they sent me the screenplay for this. Jesus Scott Pilgrim Christ. being the other script that I read before the film came out. Jesus the Christ. only two times I've done it.
1: <laughs> Where do you... How do you get them? Do they get leaked? Back on
0: the day, it was just the IMDb forum, and people were just, like, posting shit. I'm sure there's, like, a Reddit for it now.
1: Wow! But
0: I used to, yeah, I used to run the uh, the gamut on the IMDb forum shit.
1: Whoa! You're like hacker man <laughs> for scripts. Yeah. For for middling tragedies.
0: How dare you? <laughs> how fucking dare you? Yeah. Um, as already been real, I've seen this a fair few times. Had been a while since I'd last seen it. Mm. And I was curious how it was going to hold up.
1: Right, I I know exactly how to date this for the last time I watched it. The last time I watched it, the joke that they make about Robin Williams coming out on stage and slitting his wrists, that was just a funny, fanciful thing. (laughs) This time while watching it, it was fucking depressingly prescient. A lot of this film is depressingly prescient it's crazy how many things that i say how many things i think i counted like two things that they said that end up. I, I just
0: feel like this film is depressingly prescient in that it, it looks at adam sandler's sort of career
1: oh yeah yeah that too
0: we should yeah. talk about the sandman in this
1: good i think
0: he's fantastic in this film. he's pretty pretty good it's insane that you know you take the guy and you get him to just play himself and not this like weirdly likeable character who everybody yeah. just likes despite him being awful. You get him to play a rich asshole. You get him to play Scrooge McDuck.
1: Yeah. yeah. And he and fucking nails it. He's
0: really good. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the other people, as Apatel said, if Sama turned us down, the two other people he was thinking of <gasps> were Paul Rudd and Probably Jason sure. Bateman oh they just couldn't have done it I think Bateman would have been better than Rudd I
1: I can't see Bateman doing it but then I haven't seen Ozark
0: it's something about the fact that Sandler has that career that is mirrored within this film Yeah, I don't know if the script would have been changed to fit like someone who's a bit more Paul Ruddy or a bit more Jason Bateman-y changes film career to like a sitcom career or something Mm. like that but the fact that it is very obviously based on Sandler's career, yeah, <laughs> helps an awful lot. And the fact that like George Simmons just it is it is he's playing Adam Sandler, yeah. and
1: although he's I, doing it kind of in the in the Larry David style, where it's like, like you know, in Curb, Larry and Cheryl like. They have a testy relationship, and they don't yeah. have any kids and stuff. But like in real life, Larry does have kids and blah blah, yes. and it is a more of a family person. It's a kind of like, and Adam Sandler is obviously a huge family man. Yes,
0: well, Jackie is surprisingly absent from this film. Yeah,
1: it would be <laughs> distracting.
0: Do you wonder if Jackie is, like, the thing that is the bad part of these movies? The ones that Jackie's <laughs> what, in are the worst the ones. She's like, she's, like, the one who's just like, Yeah, do, do, do this movie. Do grown-ups, too. Hey, do you
1: know who we should get in to play this role? Rob Schneider. <laughs> she's per- always like...
0: <laughs> she's like, Adam, I love hanging out with Rob. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, fuck. Get, get him back. Fucking... Yeah... I-
0: I mean, this is another joy of this movie within this podcast is that we are spared the majority of uh, Sala's cohorts. Shit,
1: that's really true. Apart I didn't from one. It.
0: Apart mm. from one who comes on and did make me laugh, as he always does.
1: Oh, fuck off. Yeah, Norm, I, I Norm knew. McDonald yeah, Norm MacDonald. Norm <laughs> MacDonald.
0: Norm MacDonald did make me laugh, just because I do think his delivery of the line. You, you had AIDS. Was was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I find Norm McDonald's yeah. delivery so funny every time, so yeah. Um, Fine. But he's also then followed up with a cameo from Sarah Silverman, who is also very funny. She's
1: incredible. <laughs> I love Sarah Silverman I so love
0: much. Sarah Silverman so much too. Um, <laughs> just, uh, one moment in this film is really good.
1: Um really good.
0: She's got that, yeah. I didn't note down all my laughs like I know you do, but I did laugh <laughs> a lot in this movie.
1: Do you think it's plus or minus fifteen?
0: I really don't know. I've got a few of them marked down. Right. Should I go through mine and then you go through yours because you'll yeah, have that... more marked down from me than me. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, one of the first ones I have marked down is when uh, Ira is asked uh, is told that he can have ten minutes slot at the uh at the comedy club, and he mm. goes, oh, thanks, yeah, and then the, company, the guy booking it just goes, oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That made me laugh. Good. um uh, The girl selling uh, sonlets of fuck me like merman <laughs> 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 really made yeah. me laugh. Um, Aubrey Plaza asking Seth Rogen, who are you, Joe Biden? Because he knows so much about Delaware.
1: Yeah love another, another prescient one. Oh, like in my head, at the, when I was watching it, I was like, whoa, 10 years before he gets voted, or like 10, 11 years before he gets voted into office. Then I went, oh, I forgot he was vice president yeah. at the time. <laughs> uh,
0: I like it when Leslie Mann warns her kids not to left, let Seth Rogan fall on them. Yeah. That made me laugh. Uh, <laughs> Leslie Mann's uh, Aussie accent made me laugh.
1: Yeah, that's quite good. <laughs>
0: And, um, <laughs> it's when, uh, when Sanla and the kids are watching Redo, and it's just a bit where Sandler goes, I miss your smell!
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, what well, he's doing, the dumb baby voice.
0: Yeah, for some reason, like, when he's <laughs> a baby, he talks like this!
1: <laughs> I mean, it's fucking accurate. It's taking, like, the little Nicky character and just putting it in a baby. We'll, talk, we'll I'm get, it hasn't talk. been done.
0: a lot, I think, about the, uh, about the, the movies within the movies. Yeah.
1: God.
0: <laughs> uh, do you want to do your laughs? Yeah. Did we share any laughs?
1: Oh, uh, we did. We did okay. the the Leslie man doing Eric Banner's accent. I think. Like after a set like it was one of those ones that at the beginning. I was like, uh. and then as it went on, it got funnier. Oh,
0: you and know? of course. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I, I, agree. It was, it just keeps going, and it, it's, yeah. You're just like, it's, what? it's so bad. I also quite like Sadler's Australian accent, which is just a pirate voice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm going to throw another shrimp on the barbie. Ah oh, yeah, oh.
0: And, and he keeps doing that pirate voice throughout the movie. Less is an yeah. Australian voice when he goes calls Ira, and he's like, oh, we're going to set off to the seven seas with a massive <laughs> dog." <dark."> just... <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe this is um, a good time film.
0: Um, I, obviously as well. Yeah, Norm Macdonald made me laugh. Sarah Silverman made me laugh. Eminem's uh, cameo made me laugh. Yeah, um, good cameos throughout the movie.
1: Extremely good.
0: What? Who, who? Who? What made you laugh, Josh?
1: Um, I laughed in the in the flashback. or oh, not the flashback scene. The the home video footage. <laughs> I, I love that opening. It's good. That's such,
0: it's and um, that's all stuff that they'd shot. Like Aparel shot that when he was hanging out with Sandler when they were
1: young. Oh, really? Uh, I wondered. You... Like, I I mean, I knew it was like oldie, oldie, but I wasn't sure if it was like something that Sandler had filmed, or if they knew each other. So that's uh, good Oh, yeah, know.
0: they knew, and, like, uh, that's why, like, Ben Stiller and Janine Garofalo are there, because I know Apatow and Stiller were working on the Ben Stiller show, so it was
1: probably around that time. Right. Um. I see. I see, I see, I
0: see. <laughs> I like that it comes back at the end when Sandler just comes up, and he's like, "You hey, bought roast beef from here! Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Yeah, I laughed at, like, I have no legs, can I speak to the manager? (laughs) That's great. I thought that was great. (laughs) And then, yeah, I can't stop going to the bathroom. Great shit. And then, I can't stop eating roast beef. It's delicious.
0: It's like when Ben Stiller comes in and he's
1: like, hang up the fucking phone. You
0: can't talk to me like that. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Then the guy like, yeah, I think you like why don't you why don't you just stop eating the roast beef if it makes you sick? I can't stop eating <laughs> roast beef. It's
0: delicious. Do you know what this you know obviously this reminds me of?
1: It's whitey and Eleanor. <laughs>
0: yeah, it reminded me a lot of Eleanor. Yeah.
1: I was <laughs> <laughs> no, right. working on it back then.
0: But how, well, yeah. Well, it, it made me think like maybe I should go back and like listen to more of Sadler's albums because I know we listened to the Whitey track and it was shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm wondering but if there there's could be other stuff. There. There's other stuff that like if it's like if it's like this roast beef lady. I'm very into. It. <laughs> I'm
1: into the roast beef. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, I did one laugh at the redo clip.
0: The redo clip is good. I don't redo... remember
1: what happens in it. But I do um, who is it, who's starring in redo with him, Justin long, justin long, yeah, he runs in as like you're a baby, um, <laughs> good, I didn't
0: mean this young,
1: yeah, 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 perfect, uh, uh, I, I
0: like the thing in redo is like, if you watch the clip that's released online, it, it, the reason he's a baby is because he went into a <laughs> cave and he asked the <laughs> wizards to make him young. Oh, okay. The fact that there's a wizard involved <laughs> <laughs> really entertains me. I mean,
1: I mean Christopher, Walker, Christopher Wistopher is basically... <laughs> Crizzle Wizzle is basically a wizard. Slash, he's the angel of death. Of death. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not... So, I mean, this is my main... This is my main thing that I kind of want to talk about in Funny People, is I find it insane that Adam Sandler can have so much perspective that he can he can play himself so well that they can write films that are completely fanciful and are just like fucking ridiculous. But you can imagine Adam Sandler in each and every single one of them.
0: Could anyone else would anyone, anyone else have been able to do this other than a friend of his like Judd Apatow?
1: No, like it is crazy. No one, like yeah. even
0: friends like Alan Cover who wouldn't have like the balls to go anywhere near like, some shit. This, yeah, like, to be like, I think the your fact, films like,
1: fucking suck.
0: <laughs> I think the fact that like Apatow has his own career stands yeah. very tall, and is like an old friend of his, and and he's probably like, yeah, not all your films are great, man.
1: Yeah. In fact, there's only like three so far that we can count and be like pretty good,
0: yeah, and one that caused an international incident like, uh...
1: yes <laughs> <laughs> and one that caused an international incident
0: between us
1: between us <laughs> the only the only nations that count like like that clip you sent me earlier listeners who are not in our WhatsApp conversation, Jack so, sent me a so, clip to, what was it called? It's, Sayonara it's, Davey.
0: So that's a film that's shot for this film. It's one of the films within the film. Um, but, but they didn't make, they, show they, they, it they in the film. They didn't show it in the film. Uh, but... what the, there's, there's, I, I found a list earlier of all the films within the mm. film.
1: But anyway, this clip from Sayonara, Sayonara Davey is one of the most horrible, racist, <laughs> two minutes and 20 seconds of my life I've ever watched. And it's just insane that they shot it. But also what's more insane to me is that Adam Sandler sat there and went, yeah, fair enough, this is a this is a fair indictment of my work. And I'm wondering, I haven't actually looked at what comes out after this, but I'm like, Is this the point where Sandler stopped being so overtly racist? So I can't remember how racist um, uh, Grown
0: Ups is, but that is his next movie.
1: Yeah, I don't remember either, so I could be completely wrong. But, like, we noticed it when we we watched Hubie Halloween. Not for the podcast that was just before we started. But, like, I think both of us kind of noticed there was... The 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 shock of going from Hubie Halloween to um Juice Bigelow. Yeah. From like a film that has very well from what I remember, very little racism too.
0: People did call out over the shack thing.
1: Oh, the which, voice. Yeah. So yeah. I wouldn't entirely say like I'd see that as more I, misogynistic <laughs> if it's if it's gonna be anything. I'd say like it's
0: just a really silly like again, like I just think it's so stupid that I just don't think it's very offensive.
1: Mm.
0: But I you know, people were offended by it, so sure.
1: <laughs> I did not see anything about that. In which case I retract my previous <laughs> statement. Adam Sandler remains a racist piece of shit. Where are we up to? What,
0: what were we say? Oh, so, so you were talking about Racism. Sayonara Devi.
1: Oh yeah, Sayonara Davey one of the most racist two minutes twenty something clips i've ever seen starring ken jong yeah i mean extremely racist but i'm just like yeah i I guess that's what blows my mind about this is that adam Sandler can have such perfect 2020 2020 vision of his films but not to kind of address it after (laughs) this film comes out you know well that is the
0: big thing when this film came out like Everyone was like, is this a new Sandler? Is this going to be like, you know, he's going to change his sort of ways? Because obviously he's made made it clear in this film that he knows what he's doing and is poking fun at it. I do wonder if this film is a hit. Does it go differently? Because this no. is really one of the rare Sandler flops now.
1: Yeah, true. Well, it's, it's however many years off. Him never having a flop again because they don't come Netflix. out in cinemas. <laughs> but like, um, so
0: like, he has not had a film perform this poorly. Sure. under the Happy Madison banner since uh, Little Nicky.
1: Yeah, true.
0: You know, everything yeah, else has everything else has done made like hundreds of millions of dollars. Mm. So he probably, you know, he does this thing where he is. You know, Perfection makes fun of himself, and nobody goes to see it. No. So, and everybody goes to see the ones where he is stupid and racist and sexist. Yeah, anything. And, and so, because yeah, Grown Ups comes out the next year and makes two hundred million dollars more than this did.
1: Mm, well, we'll get to that. But and yeah, then the year
0: it's... after that, Just Go of it comes out and also makes two hundred million more than <laughs> this did. Christ.
1: But yeah, it's like the film Adam Sandler's holding a mirror up to himself. But then maybe what the film actually did is hold the mirror hold a mirror up to the film going the cinema going people. And when you think you want a film deconstructing Hollywood and everyone watching went, "No, we fucking don't. We hate those films. They're really shit." And I would agree for the most part. And he went, "All right, I'll go back to shit shit <laughs> i'll get back to shit i think there are
0: some good just to jump on i think there are some good films that deconstruct hollywood um
1: but uh dicky roberts former child star that one um <laughs> i
0: don't know why the only one that's jumping to mind is edward but uh sure which is more of a biopic than a deconstruction yeah um, sandy
1: wexler <laughs>
0: <laughs> so many just, just just listing all the other Happy Madison ones, yes. but this one does it, and I think this one does it really well. I think there's the personification of the lead character in this film is uh, is one of the more interesting things about it. Yeah. Um, I I, despite the fact that George Simmons is such a nasty guy throughout this film, I do like him. I do want to keep watching him because it, it, he just feels like a real person.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. Like. Like you say, it's really nice for Adam Sandler to be playing a piece of shit character and for everyone else to see him as a piece of shit. Yeah. Rather than, like you said before, him being a piece of shit, but everyone's like, he's the best guy. Everyone he, should the yeah, <laughs> he should
0: run the hotel. Yeah,
1: He should run the hotel, despite being a massive cunt. Um, I mean, obviously you can run a hotel if you're a massive cunt, but whatever But you shouldn't want people to want you to do it no you shouldn't no there would be questions but yeah it it is an extremely likeable performance Um, from everyone pretty much
0: yeah like um, I mean I know who your LVP is going to be in this film um, but uh, I haven't
1: thought about it but oh, like it's
0: fairly obvious you've picked this LVP for several other movies (laughs) um Um, it's the fact that, like, everyone in this is kind of like, yeah, it's it's so... Rogan is really charming in this movie. Uh, Leslie Mann is, I always think, is a wonderful actress. Mm. Um, Eric Banner is really fun in this movie. Jonah Hill is is doing what Jonah Hill does very well. Mm-hmm nearly my mvp i didn't pick him in the end but jason schwartzman
1: he's, he's doing good work
0: he's, he's i wish jason schwartzman did more movies like this where he's playing this character yes. <laughs> Like he's so good at it
1: i feel um, like i have seen him play this character in someone something else i mean not this specific character but like
0: because <laughs> you just watched all of Yo teach <laughs> yes I guess, like, Scott Pilgrim is probably quite close to this. Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. That, yeah, that's exactly it.
0: Scott Um, Pilgrim. But, yeah, it's it's been a while, I feel like, since I've seen him do something like this. Jason Schwartzman is only 40. Yeah, he was super young when he did uh, Rushmore. That's crazy. He was 18 when he did
1: Rushmore. Wow. I guess that's, you know, what you get for being a coppler. A coppler what?! (laughs) couple of
0: good actors i tell
1: yeah, you what good stuff <laughs> um, i'm really interested to to know who you think my lvp is i can't get i don't think it. it's a person oh oh yeah no it is. <laughs> i know exactly who you think it is or what and, you think it is
0: and i feel like you agree
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> you've already Spoilers. complained about it so far yeah true uh, uh, um, sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs>
0: no, I interrupted you, because we were going through your list of what was funny oh, about shit. four years ago, <clears>
1: and, uh... Oh, fuck. Uh, where did I get up to? Roast beef? <laughs> you, oh, the redo you clip. Got,
0: like, the, the redo clip, that was your second one! <laughs>
1: <The> redo <laughs> clip! No, so far we're, we're three laughs, three laughs in. Um, Jonah Hill saying to Seth Rogen, because he said he's lost some weight, he's, like, something like, there's nothing funny about a physically fit man. <laughs> That's good. Um, he does look strange in this movie, Rogan. 'Cause Because he's like, not quite, because obviously he was large in, like, the 40-year-old virgin, and... Yeah. Knocked up, kind up. of, but not as bit, like... Forty-year-old virgins, big like, not to be like, not to get creepy and track an actor's weight. But as someone who has my own obsession with my own weight, I like to track other people's weight. <laughs> um, I've,
0: I've got to note that Rogan looks like Jason Segel and Michael Sarah had a baby. Fuck, that's true. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, he's, he's got a
0: lot of Sarah energy in this movie. Mm.
1: Mm. Yeah, I can see that big time. But like, he's. When does the Green Hornet come out? Because I feel like that's when he's like it's about, ripped.
0: It's I believe it's a, a year after a year and a half after this, right? Because I think it's like Christmas 2010.
1: So maybe he's like on his way. Or well, January wrong? 2011, right? So, yeah. Am so, I yeah. wrong? Did he get ripped for that? Film? He like
0: I mean, as ripped as like Seth Rogen does get. Like right. I don't think he's mm-hmm. like muscular. But like he is skinnier and in better shape. Because the joke in that film is that um, Joe Chow is like the,
1: the yeah, martial the arts. guy.
0: Yeah. And um and he and Seth Rogan's like the bumbling lead.
1: Yeah. I quite like the green on it. I really liked it when I saw it as well. <laughs> I haven't watched it in about ten years. Same. But I remember <laughs> really enjoyed. <it. laughs> if there's anything really terrible in it, I don't remember it. Truly happily on it. Fuck off, oh um, Jason Schwartzman got some laughs, including "Don't put me in this corner where I have to fuck my way out."
0: I also, I also like uh, Jonah Hill's response of just like I've seen him do it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's, that's good. Um, I, just, I just
0: sorry again, just to interrupt. Like we've seen, like uh, since the rise of Avatar, we've seen that sort of. Um, riffy, improv Mm. dialogue sneak its way into some of the Sadler movies, like, most egregiously and stuff like Grandma's Boy and Strange Wilderness. So much better here. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just because it's being handled by a real director.
1: (laughs) Yeah, who can be like, no, you're going in a terrible direction. My my
0: uncle is currently working on
1: the new Judd Apatow movie.
0: Ooh! um, As the uh, art director. And... um, And he says he's never seen anyone film like it before. Like the way that he's <laughs> just like um like has two writers sitting next to him writing out jokes while the scene is going on to so uh just like punch out new jokes that could be thrown into the scene when they wow. shoot it again. And he's just like shouting out different line, different takes, telling people to do. I don't know if you've ever seen like the lineramas on uh Jad DVDs and stuff. But um... they are great when they're just doing different takes of the same joke each time. No, fuck. That would actually
1: be quite fun to watch.
0: They're really good. Like Apatow's, uh early uh, Blu-rays and DVDs are stacked with great extra features. Mm. He's someone who I think like really cares about like the filmmaking process within, not just like, it's a comedy, we'll do what we want.
1: Do you know what? Like, I, I do like Apatel's films. I, like, I mean, I don't really remember Knocked Up. I feel like I've only seen it once, but maybe it's one I should go back to now that I'm a bit older. Yeah? Um... I mean,
0: like, as with all these movies, they probably do have stuff that is not as great now because of, no, like, like, how times have changed. Yeah. But I don't think, like, to, to like... I think 40-Year-Old version is really fucking sweet. I think it's great. Or I really remember it funny. being great. The stuff with, like, the bike stuff is really funny. Just him riding his bicycle around. That opening of just him having that massive boner yeah. is a really yeah. great way to open a movie. Yeah, Jonah Hill in a small role in that film killed me, I remember watching it then being like, I want to see more of this guy
1: Oh, the shoes um, guy
0: Yeah, just his line delivery of like, I would like to take these shoes home <laughs> so I can wear them Yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's really great um, Also, I mean, I suppose um, Jonah Hill is no longer a funny man but him delivering that line of like, there's nothing funny about a physically fit man
0: <laughs> and then doing uh, just uh, three years later, yeah, <laughs> doing an incredibly funny performance in Twenty One Jump Street.
1: True, it is incredible. That's a good film as well.
0: This is it. This is the reason I think this is the best film we've covered is because it's filled with people who are really funny, as yeah. opposed to Alan Covert and Rob
1: Schneider. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. This is like this is the best made film. This is. If I were to, if, yeah, gun to my head, which is like objectively the best, but like the one that is most deserving of like a Criterion collection release, this is an extremely close second behind The House Bunny.
0: But like this is, like I like The House Bunny a lot. I do think this is a better movie than The House Bunny. Oh, yeah, like one. this is like, this is like a plot and characters and stuff.
1: <laughs> so does The House Bunny. <laughs> she's a she's a bunny she goes to a house it, characters. It just, there's an angry one you and know what a funny I, one you know what i mean <laughs> no i know what you mean. yeah of course of course i've taking a piss this is obviously the best the best this is one. the
0: and i've I'm, I'm pretty sure like there are a few films i haven't seen coming up i'm gonna put my stake out now and say that this is gonna be the best film we cover
1: oh don't say that jack don't say that. We've got so many more. We've got but, so many more to
0: go! I mean, it might be a twist that The Week Of is my favourite one. Oh shit, could be. I <laughs>
1: think I've you're going to that really like That's
0: My Boy. I do like That's My Boy. Oh,
1: you've seen it. Fuck.
0: I think this is better than That's My Boy.
1: I think you're going to really like The Shortcut.
0: I'm looking forward to The Shortcut. <laughs> yes, I'm so then. looking forward to doing a horror movie. <laughs>
1: really exciting. Um,
0: that's next week
1: (laughs) fuck comes around quick the bit where Ira walks in and he bumps into I suppose it's it's, it's the same scene as the fuck corner but Ira walks in uh, Aubrey Plaza's character is there chatting to Jason Schwartzman and he spills orange juice on the table and then does a dumb joke about (laughs) drinking it off the table I just thought that was quite cute
0: It feels like something I would do in real
1: life. Yeah. It seems... Yeah. It was just nice. Although it was immediately after this, that bit, I can't remember what would have been happening. I think it's the first scene in the club where I just wrote, I fucking hate comedians. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you're supposed to, because it's it's
0: that, that scene with Randy... Yeah. Of a season well, I think my note there is like, I like that they're showing different styles of comedians from good yeah. to bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, no, yeah, like, 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 he is supposed to be insufferable. And I, I believe at the time, because this is not too long after this, uh, um, Get Him to the Greek comes out, which is a spin off of mm. Apatel's Forgetting Sarah Marshall. There were plans to do a spin off Randy movie. No. No. <laughs>
1: fucking glad they dodged that bullet <laughs> Jesus okay it could have been funny it, I mean yeah fine. do you know what
0: just playing up on the idea of like a bad comedian
1: <laughs> yeah and do you know what I liked get him to the Greek <laughs> when it came up, I liked get him to the Greek
0: well Russell Brand is great in forgetting
1: Sarah Marshall he's, he is he's, he's great at forgetting Sarah Marshall he was great <laughs> in bedtime stories <laughs> I think... Of course you can, you're my best friend! You're my best friend! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, re- I'm really upset about it, because I think, based on do- based on all of this evidence, I think I'm a Russell Brand fan. <laughs> I never thought it would happen. One of the audio books I'm listening to at the moment is narrated by Russell Brand. I don't know what to do with this. Is the audio bookie booky work? It's not booky work. <laughs> it's not booky work. It's Tales of the Greek Heroes narrated by Russell Brand. No. Of course you can, Hercules.
0: Your best friend. <laughs> <My> best friend.
2: <laughs> it's
1: the best delivery of any line that we've seen so far. Um, that and the AIDS line from uh, no, from From McDonald
0: in this movie. I don't
1: know. I don't remember <laughs> it. That's the main issue with. And also, AIDS. Uh, I don't know how I feel about those jokes. Probably no, negatively.
0: No, I mean, like, I, yeah, I don't find AIDS funny. It's just the, it's the bluntness delivery. that Norm McDonald comes out with, like, yeah, he had AIDS, right? <laughs> just like this weird sort of joke. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm no Norm, yeah. <laughs> Not norm I'm all. no Norm McDowell.
1: I think he follows
0: do. me on Twitter. We've got to get him on one. Whoa.
1: Day. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Shit. We'll get him on to talk about his good friend, Polly Shaw. <laughs> um, Next laugh 0.5. Uh, Riz's reaction <laughs> to when Ira steps out and does his, like, I'm not bad looking I'm not good looking if I had a good personality I could fuck who I want but I don't and then yeah RZA like collapses collapses into his arms because it is awful (laughs) obviously
0: how weird is it
1: that RZA is in this (laughs) movie I know it's a very strange choice to have him I mean I'm always happy to see RZA
0: I remember he was announced when they announced the cast, like for this movie, and it was like, and Riza. What?
1: He had <laughs> two like,
0: scenes, and I was, I was like, great because I was big into Jim Jarmusch at the time, and I oh, like, just watched like Coffee, and, coffee cigarettes. and Cigarettes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This film really does not like it, wasn't Coffee it? and Cigarettes. I think I remem- rem-, rem, I think I remember it being really boring. <laughs> Fuck you. I te- I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't now think... I'm
0: into the Wu Tang Clan, so like I've changed, like where I, like I felt, like I'm the guy who did it backwards. I went. Oh, what you weren't for... into Wu Tang? <laughs> no, then... I went. I found I discovered RZA through his comedic role
1: in oh, wow. Coffee and Cigarettes, and then I was like, oh, he did music as well. Oh wow, this Wu Tang Clan, they are the swarm, killer bees.
0: You can't defeat me with your Wu Tang sword. Um... you
1: okay, with my Shaolin shadow boxing. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah. I
0: never saw Riz's movie, though no, that he directed.
1: Oh shit! What was that?
0: Like, is it like the Man with Iron Fists. Oh shit!
1: Yes. want to <laughs> see that? No, I was just thinking about Jim Jummy. I don't think I've ever enjoyed. One oh, I of his really films. like Jarmies. <laughs> I think I find them all quite boring. And maybe I need. To, maybe I've watched the wrong ones.
0: No, no, you can find it boring, Josh. It's fine. You can
1: be wrong. True. Um, zero point five laugh. You're gonna die. I'm gonna kill you. You're gonna die. I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, Adam Sandler driving moment. at Ira, and <laughs> screaming at him. Good shit.
0: They're, um, they're very good together, Sadler and Rogan. Yeah, they
1: do work. I I buy them. Hmm. As... I'd like
0: to see them do more. Like, yeah. Like, how annoying is the, the only other Happy Madison film to feature Rogan is that voiceover in
1: Strange Wilderness? Yeah, it's extremely sad. Something that's not even in there. <laughs> Terrible. Jonah Hill's in it, though. Yeah, I know. Oh. It's <laughs> weird to
0: think that, like, like Jonah Hill is actually in three Happy uh, Happy Madison movies with this one. <laughs> mm. This is his best one.
1: But he does it all in his like Breaking Through slash shit era. Yeah, which is nice. It's good to get it out of the way. Uh, speaking of, one laugh, Jonah Hill, when he goes, why, after Seth Rogen says he's going to write for Adam Sandler? I can't remember what the <laughs> delivery is, but it must have been fucking good. This
0: is probably my least favourite plot point in the movie, is that Ira fucks Jonah Hill over.
1: I've, I think it's super honest. It's very
0: honest, but I'm just like, it just... It only works to like distance uh, Rogen from his friends. And it's probably like if the if if some people have a problem with this runtime it's probably the thing you could get rid of quite easily
1: oh I'm fucking sorry there's a forty five minutes section at the end where he goes off and lives a fantasy land fantasy yeah, but I, really, I really like that stuff you know, I mean it's nice, but you could you could you could shave 20 minutes off
0: you could uh, you could get rid of this plot and I don't think a lot is lost
1: no but I think it depends it depends I think a lot of, you think,
0: funny I think a lot. I still think that... I, I think it's still Rogan's... Uh, partly Rogan's story. The stuff I like in that last 20 minutes sequence is the Rogan stuff with, like, him... He shouldn't be there. He's, yeah. like... He, like, the fact that he doesn't want to be there. And I love the bit near the end where Leslie Mann yells at him, like, Who are you?
1: Yeah, yeah. Who the
0: fuck are you? Get the fuck out of my life! Like, I really like that moment. This, the fight between Hill and Schwartzman and Rogan like it's all ca- it's all done well enough with just Schwartzman being an absolute dick um
1: yeah yeah I know, I do. I kind of agree but I do quite like it I feel like it's a good portrayal of what I imagine it to be like starting out in Hollywood and kind of like yeah you know, them being like, it... oh, we'll all, we'll all stay together. We'll all have our, each other's backs. And then one gets more famous and kind of leaves them behind. And then another one is looks like they're doing well in one section. And then the one who's not doing so well gets offered something, like, incredible. And obviously they won't want to share it because they feel like this is the only way that I'm going to make it. The other person's doing fine. Well, you know? Don't get me
0: wrong. Like...
1: I think it's quite nice.
0: I It's my least favourite part of a movie that I think is spectacular <laughs> and I would not cut anything out of, it's really.
1: It's a tiny bit of burnt cheese on the world's <laughs> most delicious croque monsieur.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> a tiny bit uh, of shit that got onto a profiterole. It's still good.
0: Uh, and he, uh, what, what else you got? Laugh-wise. Oh, fuck.
1: Uh, Seth Rogen saying to James Taylor, You ever get sad of playing the same songs, or You ever get tired of playing the same songs? And James Taylor says, You ever get tired of talking about your dick? Yeah, I thought, I, like that was that. Good. I thought it was good. In the good, screenplay,
0: that. that scene was written for uh, Bruce Springsteen.
1: No. I did yeah. think it was weird. Like, James, like, I know James Taylor's big, but he's not like
0: MySpace big.
1: He's not MySpace big. <laughs> you get Justin Timbley. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, right. You
0: know. It was written for Springsteen. But yeah. I, I'm glad it's not Springsteen because, like, the, you know, don't cheapen the
1: Springsteen scene in high fidelity. In high fidelity, yeah. Thanks, boss. I mean, I would have preferred to see Springsteen because then it would have been a song I knew, whereas I don't know any James Taylor.
0: Oh, you don't own the Funny People soundtrack, which that song is on? Going to Carolina, in my mind. I I, I own it. You have it on vinyl. No, I don't. I wish.
1: Well, there you go. Not a real (laughs) don't think it exists. Well, it could exist if you loved it enough. If I pressed it. I could press it myself. Yeah, exactly. One laugh. The clip. Of the Adam Sandler fake film where he's eating the hot dogs in a hot dog <laughs> eating contest and the son is like, You don't have to do this and it's he says something like it's, it's the all only I, it's thing all I know. It's like I know yes. <laughs> 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 An underdog hot dog eating contest. I love it. I would want to see it. I assume he's trying to do it so that he can win back his family home or something. I, you know? The kid yells like it won't bring mum back That's it, it won't bring mum back Fuck I'm annoyed that.
0: because I've got a list of like synopses Synopses for these <gasps> movies Real ones And annoyingly the champion is not included No But I do want to go through these synopses at some point
1: Oh shit, I better get through these laughs, <laughs> um, When was the first time you fingered a girl? Is something Adam Sandler asks Ira While Iris trying to talk him to sleep, but it comes out nowhere. I just thought it was quite funny. Um, The next morning, Adam Sandler asking Seth Rogen to kill him,
0: (laughs) which is like a scene lifted from Fletch, but very good as well. Yeah.
1: Okay. I want. I was like, I swear I've seen this before. I haven't seen (laughs) Fletch, but I thought it was very funny.
0: Yeah, it must be in other stuff as well, but it just reminded me of Fletch.
1: Yeah. Um the bit where Jason Schwartzman is talking about what happens after death and he says something about he was in the room when his granddad <laughs> died and then there, was candle, there was a candle a candle and the <laughs> and it flickered just after he died and then he like, went oh, so he went to heaven and Joan Hill's like, You don't pass through fire to go to heaven, your granddad went to hell. <laughs> that was the
0: scene where I was just like Jason Schwartzman is really good in this <laughs> yeah. just...
1: Everyone's really good in those scenes. I really love yeah. that dynamic. Uh, it's I... just remind,
0: you've reminded me as well that I laughed at uh, Sander's reactions to uh, the playlist that Seth Rogen mm. makes for him. And just like all these sort of like songs. Um, what's, the, what's the first song he it's plays?
1: Like, Don't Worry, Be Oh, happy. it's Don't no, it Worry, things... Be Happy. Yeah.
0: No, it's not that. It's, no, it's yeah, not. yeah. No, it is. It is. It's, it's um.
1: It's don't worry about a thing. About a,
0: it's Don't worry about a thing by Bob Marley and Sandler. Just pointing out that Bob Marley had cancer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cancer. He's dead.
0: <laughs> it's just again. It's just that sort of like good Sandler riffing on these songs, and mm. um, it's good. It's nice, and then it ends nicely with him. Like, is it a Dylan song he plays? I don't um, actually
1: know what that song was. Was it a Taylor? I assumed it was a Taylor just for, just for I stuff.
0: I do think it was a Taylor. Um, but. Uh, it seemed like and a whatever sad song. whatever song it is, song. it's a sad song. And I just. I like Sadler's reaction of just like. Just write me some fucking jokes. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, again, it's good stuff. Sadler's good.
1: Oh, it's Keep Me in Your Heart by Warren Zevon.
0: Oh, Warren Zevon.
1: Warren Zevon? Is yeah. it that? Or is it Numbers as a Statue? Could be either one. He's got two songs. Know. Uh, yeah, I like that scene. Do you know what? There were a few scenes I didn't cry, but there were a couple of scenes I was like, "I could, I could." Yeah. Like the scene where he gets really angry because he's taking the medicine and it's yeah, basically that's really, fucking him up. It cause, really yeah. powerful scene. Yeah, he's really, really good in
0: it again. <laughs> like, I know I keep saying that Sonal's good in it, but it's just it's so nice that... you know last we watched him in fucking bedtime stories and here we just see him. <laughs> doing an actual performance mm, like yeah, that's a better performance than he gives in fucking rain over me as well because he's not like playing like stupid like weird guy just insane he's he's, he's get, this is a real performance like this is probably like the trifecta of good performances from adam sandler are like uncut gems punch drunk love and funny people those are yeah. like performances where i'm just like yeah you're a really good actor Fucking do it. Do it more.
1: <laughs> yeah, like that scene. And also the bit, like the the montage, not necessarily the Andy Dick bit, but when he's sort of telling everyone that he's sick. And like talking <laughs> the to Andy his Dick family. The Andy Dick bit's good, man. I mean, the Andy Dick bit's good, but. <laughs> the bit you where know. he's
0: talking to his sister. Yeah, talking to his, his sister. Is really impactful. I like the moment where his dad, likes, like, Jackie listens, a good comedian, you're all right too.
1: Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it just. It does have these moments, like I said, didn't cry, but I was like, you know what? I feel touched. Yeah, I feel touched.
0: It's a you know, it's it, it, this doesn't make me cry, but it's it's more worthy of it than Click is. Click manipulates <laughs> me into crying.
1: Yeah, yeah, I and totally. And this get one,
0: you. this one is more like I'm more far more emotionally invested in this than I am yep, in yep, that. Yep.
1: But that's the thing; it's the difference between like a cheap cry, like yeah. a. It's a you know, it's a pornographic cry, the kind you get in Click.
0: The fact that like he doesn't die in this movie. If he died, yeah, I think we'd all cry, but I, I don't think
1: it'd be as interesting a movie. It wouldn't be earned. It would just be like, oh, no, the it'd be just like, oh, dead. the character is
0: dead. We're crying. Yeah. Um. And it's the same thing in Click. Like when he dies, you're just like, oh, I'm crying because like, yeah, I've spent time with this guy, and I'm crying because he's dead
1: now. He's gone. <laughs>
0: um. Uh, and they're playing sad music, and yeah, they're playing sad music, and and everyone in in the scene is crying, and they're touching into like, oh, like, oh, what if you lost your dad, and what if you, yeah, 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 yeah. like, um, and like, so yeah, it's, it's, while this, I think, if he, like, if I did cry, and I did not cry in this movie, but if I did, Mm. it would come from, I think, a more sort of realistic place, a place of like. A, a an actual sympathetic crime more than like yeah I'm crying because all of the right buttons are being pushed
1: I get you I get you i mean those films do have a place I need them when i'm hungover or yeah. when i'm feeling really depressed and i don't know what's wrong and then i need a film like that that just like just like just pricks the balloon it just lets it out and then I can be normal for a bit but this film <laughs> I don't think is quite that it's no. good <laughs> it <is laughs> that's good. the difference um going on to that one laugh where they so yeah adam Sandler comes around for thanksgiving and during the course of it ends up revealing that ira fucked over jonah hill that seth rogan fucked yeah. over jonah hill and then they're arguing outside and they're having a big screaming fight so, uh, Jonah Hill goes back inside, and so it's just Seth Rogen and Jason Schwartzman, and on his way back inside, he says, I can't believe you screwed Daisy, man, out of nowhere. And then Schwartzman stands still for a bit, and it's like, WHAT?! <laughs> I thought, incredible delivery. And great. Just great moment.
0: I feel I will say, like, uh, one, just here, because we've been talking about how good everyone is in this movie, Mm. I do think Aubrey Plaza gets a little fucked in this movie. Um,
1: what by not having the best stuff to play with?
0: Well, I just think as well, like she is such a sort of unique presence in everything else you see her in. Yeah, and I think she's just here as sort of generic girl, and she um, could be
1: anyone. She could be yeah. any like,
0: and you just don't see any of that thing that. I'm not sure if you're an Aubrey Plaza fan or not, but if you are, like, this is, this isn't the film that really displays her best talents
1: no, I really enjoyed what is that film called safety not
0: guaranteed no, I haven't seen
1: that Um, what is that film
0: called the to-do list
1: Mike and Dave need wedding dates
0: (laughs) yeah, I don't like that movie but (laughs) sure
1: she's in a film called Joshy she is
0: I think Thomas Middleditch is in that as well
1: oh, it's Thomas Middleditch, cool Oh, cool! Josh's fiance kills herself.
0: <laughs> hey, Joshy. Hey, Joshy. Let's bring you back. Oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> uh... but yeah, I, I think like, yeah, it's a bit. She's just not utilized as well as I think she could be.
1: Yeah, could absolutely could have been anyone? Anyway. A
0: stand-up scene is fine.
1: Yeah, it's fine. Point five laugh when Adam Sandler tells his maid. That he's not sick anymore. And he's really excited, and she's like, "Oh, okay, cool. Do you want me to change the sheets or something like that?"
0: She says she, she found him found the shirt that he was. That's it. For.
1: Yeah, and he's just like, "Oh, okay." I
0: thought
1: it's a that's really great.
0: again. It's a really nice
1: scene. It's really good. Really, really good. Um, I can't remember who says this. Possibly Adam Sandler something about I didn't think Jewish people wanted to be on lists because that's of the That's Seth Rogen. It's Seth Rogen? Yeah. <laughs> Good joke. Um,
0: no, no, sorry. No, that is Sonla. It's Sonla when he's talking to the girl from who who tells him about J-Date.
1: That's it. Yeah.
0: I was about to say you could cut that moment but actually no, I quite like it that he sets up everything with Leslie Mann later. Yeah, yeah. Um...
1: Yeah, because it, yeah. <laughs> The whole, like, maybe he's thinking about someone, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Did you notice something in this film, by the way, Jack? Is there an angry animal attack in this film? There is an animal attack, isn't there, Jack? Is it an attack to put
0: peanut butter (laughs) on your
1: face? I think so. The the dogs come over and they savage Leslie Mann by licking peanut butter off her face. Savage. (laughs) Uh,
0: Josh, did you notice there's something in this movie? Oh, no, what is, what? Do you think this movie is what gave Universal the balls to green-like cats? (gasps) Yes, I did notice that! The central part of it! (laughs)
1: Uh, Yeah, I think it could be, because they make such a big thing about memory. And you know what? It's a fucking good song. There's a version of Maude
0: Apatow singing it on the soundtrack.
1: Is there? Oh, I did notice that on the end credits.
0: I mean, yeah, they have to credit in the end credits because she's... Oh, no, no.
1: I mean, they play it over the end credits. Ah. So that's good. (laughs) I'm glad they did that. It's a great song and obviously thematically fits in.
0: Yeah. It's just uh, Again, it's a, it's a really nice moment where they watch it and Sodler is just like, yeah, it's fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> kids oh. singing an old person song. <laughs> I've like, got a friend who does a lot of drugs. If he watched this, it would really fuck him up. <laughs> <him. laughs>
1: <laughs> Good shit. Uh, point five laugh, the clip from the film Merman. Just I think I laugh at all yeah. of the clips they show.
0: I my note is that Merman looks far better than bedtime stories.
1: Yeah, I know, big time. <laughs> what is it meant to be? Is it meant to be like
0: I think it's it's a little bit of bedtime stories, isn't it? It's like it's it's his kids' movie, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but is it like what what's the one Daryl Hannah? Oh Splash. I thought Splash. you meant like which
0: which Sandler film is it supposed to be?
1: Oh no, but like yeah, I get yeah. It is definitely a sort of bedtime story, see. But yeah. What? I
0: also like that I've seen this film enough now that I notice every time that the boss he's speaking to in Merman is called Mr. Bubble Penis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's extremely good. <laughs> something good I do, like,
0: you're having a seafood platter <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It looks like it's shot in the same room that his office when he's like a big old-timey guy in Clickers, you know, where Probably he ignores is. his dad.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean.
1: Um, <laughs> it's just extremely good shit. It's,
0: yeah, I, uh, I like... I don't think I've noticed him, like, do a Don Knotts voice before, but that's all he's doing in my <laughs> man, and I'm just like, yeah, I'd, I'd watch a movie where he does his <laughs> voice.
1: Nice. Um... Bit where one of the kids says he's really funny, I don't understand why his movies aren't funny.
0: Eric Banner says that.
1: Eric Banner says that. I've got
0: that line written down as well. It's just
1: so. I just can't believe that they had (laughs) people say these things to a real actor. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you say, obviously George Wallace or whatever isn't real, but he's playing. It's Adam Sandler having people saying, like, your f- your movies aren't fucking funny to his face yeah. in this film.
0: Oh, yeah, it's definitely that. And he must know. He must know. I mean, he came out after fucking Uncut James came out and was like, if I don't win an Oscar for this, expect grown-ups free soon.
1: Yeah, I know. That's true.
0: And I think that is probably very much the way he thinks. All his sort of movies that are well-regarded do not do well. No and he probably is like well i tried
1: yeah and i think true. that's i
0: think that's probably a fair way to think if we're not going to like um blank check talks about tim burton with this mm. like um you know people are like oh he just does the same stuff over and over again and then he does big eyes which is not a film i really like but it is a different thing in the sort of tim burton oeuvre yeah, where, like you know, he's not like it's not Johnny Depp, it's not Helena Bonham Carter, it's not set in a weird fantasy land. It's him doing something a little more Ed Woody. Nobody yeah. goes, so he's like, fine. Well, I'll go back to doing Dumbo because all these people go see my other my other movies, so they clearly have an affinity for those, and nobody cares about this
1: one that makes yeah. no money. They just want to uh, buy costumes at Hot Topic.
0: Yeah, I uh, yeah, I think there is there's got to be an aspect of that too to filmmakers and actors where like you, they take a chance on a project that is different from what people know it for. And if it doesn't connect, they're not going to want to do it again.
1: Yeah. It's like, um, who was that? Actor? Paddy Considine?
0: Paddy yeah.
1: Considine, who yeah, was making some really great films. And then what retired from writing, directing because it was just like, people aren't coming.
0: Yeah, I guess. Like, um, I think I've only seen Tyrannosaur.
1: Yeah,
0: um, which is great, but it's a very depressing film. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: yeah great well, stuff. That's it. Like, yeah, it's um, it's it's this sort of double edged sword of like films in general. Like, I'm part of the problem. I go see all the fucking Marvel movies. Yeah, and we keep getting them, and I'm a bit like, well, I'm kind of over them. <laughs> but like, not. Nope. It's, like
1: it's like my favourite people over the last year and a half. Like, my favorite people over the past year and a half who, um, yeah, keep going to places on sunny days and taking pictures and putting it on Instagram, being like, it's so fucking crowded here. Why is, <laughs> why aren't people staying at home? It's disgusting. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, the roast beef. It keeps making me shit myself. Why don't you stop eating roast beef? It's delicious. <laughs> that shit oh
0: my god it's real that's why it's funny
1: it's real it's funny because it's (laughs) true um yeah fuck you know what we're up to Jack we're up to Leslie Mann doing Eric Banner's accent (laughs) 0.5 laughs um one one laugh Jonah Hill listening in on Seth Rogen's phone call with Jason Schwartzman I think it's the reveal
0: yeah that he's been listening in yeah he's like I'm listening you
1: fucking snake or whatever uh, my final laugh and my final note from the film. I think this is the kids. Where one of them goes, what are you guys doing on the lawn? And then the other one just screaming, I'm hungry! <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of patel's kids in this one? Um, I mean, they're fine, aren't they? They're just they're yeah. fucking kids, aren't they? They're,
0: they're, be- they're better in Knocked Up.
1: Um, uh, I don't remember them in that. They're fun in Knocked Up. And yeah. I haven't seen This is 40. I gather they are a lot more prominent in that. Yeah
0: because they're Cause they are the other kids <laughs> and you know um maud has gone off to have like a bit of a career now like in euphoria and stuff like that
1: and uh, uh is she is she in something else that i've seen uh did you watch
0: assassination nation
1: yes i love assassination nation yeah she's in that good good
0: and i mean obviously she pops up as well in um Apatow's King of Staten Island which actually she's really good in and I would have liked more of her in it
1: um, mm. I haven't seen that I'd like it's to good. it's good it he, looks good <laughs> um, uh, shall I go
0: through the list of George Simmons movies
1: <sighs> fuck yeah
0: um, they've got dates that they came out as well <laughs> which I really like uh, so we've got Merman that came out in 1998 it's a good year Uh, When Emma, played by Elizabeth Banks, a spunky marine biologist, discovers a real-life merman, she promises to keep his secret if he'll help her get a research grant. But when a jealous colleague suspects something's fishy, (sighs) it's the merman who has to save Emma's tail. (laughs) It sounds great.
1: It does sound really good.
0: Code Green from 2003. Yeah. A park ranger, played by George Simmons, teams up with a city slicker detective, played by Dwayne Johnson. Fuck. To catch an escaped convict in the Pacific Northwest. One has to survive the elements, the other has to survive his partner.
1: Fuck. Wait, what year did that come out? 2003. Is uh, it's that pre or post-Scorpion King? I think
0: it might be the same year.
1: Wow. Oh, wait, it's Mummy 2, isn't it? That was, like, 2001. So, all right. Yeah. So that's around the... Because t- I was going to say, like, the one thing, the Elizabeth Banks thing, was she a big thing in yeah, 1998?
0: Yeah, it's a bit early for 1998. Like, she's, like, in Pleasantville, like, as a extra in that Like around that time.
1: It's pre-Wet Hot American Summer, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: hmm
1: mm-hmm. So I feel like the rock. Oh, it's about the right time for the rundown, or like, yeah, the yeah. The,
0: the rundown I think is two thousand three. Scorpion King might be two thousand
1: two. Mm. Um, All right, perfect timing.
0: Uh, Dog's best friend from two thousand three <laughs> as well. Yeah. After his partner is murdered in a botched heist, a detective played by George Simmons is teamed with the top dog on the force, a canine named Slash. Together, they must infiltrate the gang that took his partner's life before it's too late. (laughs) Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, Astronaut from 2004. Mm. When a slacker janitor at NASA is accidentally launched into space, he is forced to rely on his wits, and he soon learns that in space,
1: no one can hear you clean. (laughs) (laughs) I would 100% watch that. Also... Can you imagine? I reckon. What's his face? Saw this film and went. I'm going to write that film. What Alfonso book... Cuarón saw this and wrote Gravity. No. What's his name? <laughs> saw this and went. I'm going to write a book and I'm going to make everyone who enjoys it insufferable and it's going to be called The Martian.
0: Am I insufferable? <laughs>
1: no. I can't. Remember I've only his... seen the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, but everyone. Everyone I knew who'd read the book when the movie was coming out was absolutely terrible. Be
0: careful, Josh, because we worked with the same people when this movie was coming out.
1: I said everyone I knew.
0: Yeah, and it was all the people who we worked with while we were working on this movie, I
1: assume. (laughs) No, it wasn't. It was people I knew from my private life.
0: Okay, sure.
1: (laughs) Uh, My best friend is a robot from
0: 2004. Yeah. John, and John, played by George Simmons, and Ted, played by Owen Wilson, are best friends. They like the same food, they like the same movies, and they like the same sports. But John didn't meet Ted, he bought him! <laughs> 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 Designed to be his compatible buddy. John got more than he bargained for with this feisty feisty robot when Ted teaches John that real friendship can't be programmed.
1: Oh, I love that. So it's what? It's I love you, man meets Bicentennial man. I love you, (laughs) Bicentennial man. man. (laughs) Slash AI. I love it.
0: Sayonara, Davey, from 2007. Davy refuses to grow up. He takes a job <laughs> at his alma mater, so just so he can party. But when a paperwork mix-up sends him to Japan as a foreign exchange student, his host family spoils all his fun. Mister um, oh. Ashito is determined to turn Davy around, but is surprised when Davy teaches them a few lessons himself.
1: I, I can watch see that movie out. existing. I can really see that movie <laughs> existing, especially as like what you say, two thousand and seven. Yeah. Is that Chuck and Larry time? Yeah.
0: Yeah, perfect Same, timeline yeah.
1: fits. Timeline fits. It's
0: also a bit like that Michael Keaton movie from the 80s, Gung Ho.
1: Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh,
0: you'd love it. <laughs> um, uh, thanks. Uh, little by Little from 2007. Little by Little. A busy nuclear science, a busy nuclear physicist's life is changed when the radiation he works with begins to shrink him one inch every day.
1: Oh fuck yes!
0: Forced to face his future, he begins to discover it's the little things in life that really count.
1: <sighs> so it's it what's it called downsizing? Meets Jack. <laughs>
0: it's also if you look at the poster for the Little by Little movie, he's like. Got this really bad haircut, which <laughs> just makes me laugh. He's got like a little Prince Valiant haircut.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> That's just such... Oh, you know what that that one looks almost exactly like what's it called, Simple Jack? Yeah,
0: it's got very Simple Jack vibes. Mm. This film comes out a year after Tropic Thunder, oh. and I feel like, like they released some trailers for these movies and clips for these movies, so. I think it's definitely in that sort of same vein.
1: Yeah, yeah. Can definitely um, see that.
0: And the last one, the last one I have a synopsis for, Redo from 2008. <laughs> Craig, a workaholic lawyer, never made time for his relationships. Alone and depressed on his 40th birthday, he wonders about the life he could have led. But be careful what you wish for; <laughs> <laughs> you might just find yourself in diapers. When a wizard gives Craig a second chance in <laughs> his youth, he discovers that sometimes it takes becoming a baby to learn how to be a man. That's Co-starring the line in Justin the film. Long.
1: That's what Jonah Hill says to him. <laughs>
0: I think he says it in in redo as well. If you watch the the extended clip, I I haven't watched watched the extended clip. Where he just goes, it took me a bit becoming a (laughs) baby to realize what it is to be a man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's too on the nose. I love it. This
0: is it. Like this, there's just so much work I feel is put into this film that is. That's, like, the huge difference between this one and and every other one we watch. Yeah. Like, there's, it feels like there's been care put into this movie.
1: That's so true. And, like, yeah, a, a dedication to actually making sure the audience kind of has a good time. Yeah. A lot of the time. And actually, like, if they are making jokes, they are actual jokes and not just, like... I mean, obviously, I have... In, in my laugh list, some of them were Adam Sutherland just doing a stupid voice and saying shit. But also, a lot of them are just, like... They're just good, like, not mumblecore, what do you call it, like, brocore. <laughs> Apatow do, brocore yeah. jokes.
0: I mean, yeah, it's, it's that frat pack thing. We should talk about the last act of the movie.
1: Yeah. Because
0: I think it's... Uh, even people who really like this movie, I saw people... Because I know that W-Rated recently covered uh, Jack and Jill and they listed their top uh, Adam Sana movies and mm. one of them listed funny people and they said that the problem with it is that it is two movies in one. Yeah. I don't know if I so much think that's my problem with it because I don't think this movie is very interesting, or at least as interesting as it is without that second uh, that second part where it becomes The Great Gatsby. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I do see that and I do I do like that and I I, I like that this
0: it. man has a second chance at life and he basically is like, well I've had that now now I want to get everything I liked back from my previous life Yeah, and, I, mean, uh, I think it makes sense It I does it sense. and and I also loved like, his downfall from doing that as well
1: Yeah It, I like, mean, it, it is the Gatsby, isn't it? Mm. It is the Papsby. It is. <laughs> he's trying to reclaim everything that was, and there's no way of having that at all. There's no. You can't browbeat back into the born ceaseless, back into the past, or whatever. You know. Uh, yeah. You can't get that green light.
0: Those those uh, that optician is watching you. <laughs> you yeah, the big <laughs> optician in the sky. That's what he's called. God. right the God. big
1: optician. Yeah, the big optician in the sky. <laughs> He, uh, yeah, so yeah, I, do, uh, I do they, really like it.
0: That's it. Like, you can say, like, oh, we could cut like 45 minutes of this out, but I, I do think like most of that stuff is important. I said like, 20
1: minutes, I think 20 minutes over the whole film.
0: Like, could. I I do think, like, yes, you could probably shut the cut this movie down. I don't really know exactly what I'd edit out, like, like outside of like the Jonah Hill and
1: Seth Rogen rivalry, just Norm MacDonald. No 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 <orang> <gasps> <Dogg leagues> no 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 more oh, or if anything
0: I yeah I'm so annoyed that Dirty Work is not uh included in the Happy Madison world because I would love us to r- r- review Dirty Work. Um yeah I And the thing is like I love it when Eric Banner shows up because he like brings man. a real energy to the movie as well.
1: He's really good.
0: <sighs> he's really good I love him. he's he's like and you know he started off as a comedian, and he's someone I'd love to do more sort of roles like this where he is having a he's clearly having the time of his life in this part.
1: He's another one, isn't he that he kind of like 'cause i I know he was a comedian, and then what he lost a load of weight, and now he is Eric fucking banner,
0: yeah, and so pretty.
1: He's so pretty. And then, yeah, he gets put in Troy and Hulk and kind of never gets to be funny again. And Munich. (laughs) You don't
0: laugh in Munich?
1: No. (laughs) And, you know, actually, I haven't seen Munich. I'd like to. I hear it's good.
0: Yeah, like, this is probably... I'm looking at his career now, and this is... The only comedy I can see, like since he moved to American films,
1: yeah, that's because so... he's fucking funny in it. Yeah,
0: and like after this, he does Hannah, which is a great film, but mm. not funny stuff like Lone Survivor, Closed Circuit, The Finest Hours, Deliver Us from Evil, King Arthur: Legend of the Sword. Like
1: it's a great film.
0: <laughs> Guy is, and then he starred in the Dirty John series as well. Um the guy who's really funny is not allowed to be funny <laughs> in films though. And I mean I wonder if guy. again like like this film not succeeding is another reason why he doesn't do it.
1: Yeah, I get you. I don't I mean, I don't think so. I yeah. If this film does well, I think he can his agent can probably justify him being put up for more of those roles. Yeah. You know, but it doesn't is deeply sad.
0: I I wonder at all if um one of the reasons this film does not do well it's too long. is too be- I don't think it's that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it's uh the Seth Rogen of it all.
1: What you think? He's too he he's oversaturated at this point.
0: Yes. So yeah. this is two years post Knocked Up. And in in that same year, in 2007, he has Knocked Up and Superbad
2: mm. and
0: is a voice in Shrek the Third. Mm. 2008, he is a voice in The Spiderwick Chronicles mm. and Horton Hears a Who mm. and Kung Fu Panda. He's a cameo in Step Brothers. He stars in Pineapple Express. Mm. And then he makes uh, what is uh, sort of the first flop of his career. Which is he makes a Zack and Mary make a porno.
1: I think I saw that at the cinema.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Big big Kevin Smith head. <laughs> um, I
1: forgot it was Kevin Smith. <laughs>
0: oh no! And he's also a voice in Monsters and Aliens. And he also, before this comes out, has Observe and Report.
1: Shit, yeah, of course.
0: Which is another big flop for him. yeah and then like yeah two years later he has uh he takes a break does the green hornet which is not that big a movie no does stuff like Fifty Fifty and take this waltz which are both movies i really like but not big movies i'm trying to like what this is, is the end this is the end is kind of his comeback yeah that does quite well makes 126 million worldwide neighbors yeah, Neighbours is a big movie. Oh,
1: The Interview.
0: The Interview breaks the world.
1: Oh, yeah. That was good. I, I quite like The Interview. Oh, yeah, and then he goes and sees the, one of the first in, films that we went and saw together, Jack. He's in Steve Jobs. He's Steve, really good in really Steve Jobs. fucking good. Even if you have to leave the cinema halfway through because there's been a bomb threat.
0: <laughs> Wasn't just a fire alarm in yeah, the it was end? Yeah, just a fire I'm alarm, like. yeah. Um... Well, oh, yeah, I feel like he's sort of, like, he's not the big draw that he once was, but he's sort of, like, just sort of, long shot, does okay, well, actually, he doesn't, does it. That's That was the big thing about long shot, was, like, it, it sort of killed the romantic comedy. What? Oh, um, nice. Well, long shot came out and did not, didn't do very well, and everyone was like, this should have just gone straight to Netflix.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I like long shot.
0: I yeah. like Longshot. I think it's really charming.
1: Yeah, oh, um, Jonathan Levine. Jonathan. The ne- the, yeah,
0: the mm. neighbors movies do quite well. I like him. Um, yeah, he just <laughs> an American pickle went was straight to HBO Max. So,
1: still haven't seen it. I'd like to.
0: It's okay. Mm. <laughs>
1: Shit. There's
0: some really nice ideas
1: in it. That's what I'm looking for. That's all. I like. um, but oh, he's a disaster like, artist.
0: Yeah. I like the disaster artist. Yeah. Not a big movie, but a good one. He's sort of now moved into the world of like uh he produces like comic book T V series. Well. Like he produces Preacher and oh. the Boys. Oh. And I think he doesn't he produce Invincible on Amazon as
1: well. Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Um and like he produces Black Monday and Future Man. So like he's doing some T V stuff now. That's cool quite like him as a director because he did uh, This Is The End and um, and The Interview. Mm. Quite fun. No, yeah, but like at the, I I think at the time
1: uh, yeah, I think people had just sort of grown a bit bored of yeah, it. Maybe, that's, maybe it's just like, it's one of those things where it's like the combination of the cast is just like you know Seth Rogen is kind of hot, but like you say, he's kind of on the way out. Which hmm. is so son. weird,
0: considering he's only been hot for like two minutes. Yeah, but you know, look at Politico. it's the same thing that like yeah, well, yes, look at Politico, <laughs> but, like, it's, it's the same thing with like Jim Carrey, where like in 1994 he has that huge year where he makes all those like Ace Ventura, The Mask, yeah, and Dumb yeah. and Dumber, and then uh, 1995 he has Batman Forever, he has uh, Ace Ventura Two. Yeah. 96, he does The Cable Guy, and everyone's like, fuck you, Jim fuck Carrey. You. Despite The Cable Guy being fucking incredible. Yeah, it's great. Also written, or is it, yeah, it's written by Judd Apatow. Is it? Yeah. Ooh. Directed by Ben Stiller, written by Judd Apatow, starring Jim Carrey.
1: Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just that poster, like, being like,
0: it is I a terrible poster.
1: It's a shit poster, but also I think what you're looking at is, and I know you are a beautiful and unique snowflake, Jack. I just don't see Judd Apatow's usual fan base for Forty Year Old Virgin and Knocked Up. Like, no, yeah, I 100% even though agree. even though they're, they're not they're not they're not gross out comedies, as has been made plain. In conversations off off mic, they're not gross out, but they are kind of like they're like bawdy sex yeah. comedies in a way. And as this I said at the
0: beginning, this is like his move into James L. Brooks territory.
1: Yeah, and I just this, think I think that's what it is It's the incongruity of it all.
0: It's weird that this is a summer release.
1: Oh, that too. Fuck this. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck this. Am I going and sitting in a cinema in? Th- <laughs> Th- in like thirty degree weather for two and a half hours, four times, four times, <laughs> fuck, like
0: fuck <laughs> this. I am um, just looking at when As Good as It Gets came out. That's a December twenty third release. Mm. That's kind of what this movie needed. This needs like you know a Christmas time, yeah, uh, release.
1: It needs. Uh, it's very cold outside. Sitting in a warm cinema would be quite nice.
0: It's really weird that they gave it this sort of prime summer spot, like
1: to be the film to defeat Harry Potter at the box office. I think, I do you know what? I I wonder whose decision that was. I don't think it would have been anyone on the creative side.
0: No, it's got to be Universal.
1: Got to be Universal. And uh, it's like... got
0: to be the Universal being like um, knocked up was a big summer hit. Forty-year-old virgin is a big yeah. summer hit. Apatow gets the summer slot.
1: Yeah, and they fucked it. Because this ain't that film. <laughs> it's not. It's
0: Yeah, it's very, like... This needed to be in that sort of, like, later in the year. It's not an Oscar player. No. But it should have been in an Oscar player release slot. I think, I don't know, I feel like it could have gone for
1: an Oscar. I mean, it's a it tough really year. Wanted.
0: It's a tough year. It's the year that uh, the, uh, the Hurt Locker wins.
1: Mm.
0: I don't, like based on its, like, 69% Rotten Tomatoes score, I don't see this getting anything. If they, like... I'm sure they probably campaigned for something.
1: I reckon they could have got a best original song for whatever it is that Adam Sandler's noodling away at at some point.
0: Why do you people do yeah. Yeah. About <laughs> me? yeah, exactly. Um, I... The, the one, again, on the soundtrack. Oh, but one of the lines from that... Um, I I will just always sing to myself, just, fuck George Simmons. He has a regular-sized penis. (laughs) (laughs) He fucks so many girls, but no one remembers. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) I think, yeah, this is an interesting failure. (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, like, in box office-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's think. yeah. Yeah, I think that... I'm just looking at that poster on Wikipedia... It's, it's so, so dull. Shit. It's not even got a tagline.
1: It's just, Yeah, <laughs> Adam Sanders. Do you know what it should have done? I know it's like... You know the Aristocrats poster? Where it lists out everyone. Yeah. Like, just having Adam Sandler, Seth Rogen, Leslie Mann funny people... What you want is the poster like, yeah, maybe it's maybe it still has their faces on it, but it has like Adam Sana, Seth Rogen, Leslie Mann, Eric Banner, Joe Hill, Jason Schwartzman, Aubrey Plaza, Rizza, Aziz Ansari, Torsten there, Vogue. Neil there is an there is an alternate poster. Is
0: there? Which is the one that is hanging in my parents' house. <laughs> uh, uh that is shit as well. Oh, uh, where... what, What's that one? Um, I'm going to send you it. Hold on. Oh, is
1: it the one with six of them and Eric yeah. Banner's there? Yeah. That, oh, famous people, desperate people, lucky people, crazy people. I hate that. Yeah.
0: It's pretty bad. <laughs> I don't know, like, um, it's really weird that they couldn't... I mean, I don't know what the poster is for this movie, but it's not
1: these. <laughs> no. It's no. I Well, isn't it? Isn't it Sandler on stage? Like, dying? Yeah. Sandler on stage, dying. Like not not really dying, but like, you know, no one laughing at him. Or to a crowd of no one. You know, something like that. I guess you gotta get
0: Seth Rogan on the poster.
1: Yeah, okay. Well maybe he could be standing in the side I don't know. I guess that's the man has to be there because she's be, there for two well, hours. There's
0: gotta be something c- comedian based about it. Yeah. I mean and it's a shame because like uh the knocked up poster Both the teaser poster and the actual poster are incredible. Um, That poster that's just Seth Rogen's face and it just says, what if this guy got you pregnant?
1: Oh, yeah. That's
0: fantastic. And then the teaser poster is just the words Knocked Up from the director of 40-Year-Old Virgin and just lists Seth Rogen, Catherine Heigl, Paul Rudd, Leslie Mann. But the O in Knocked Up is an egg and it's all sperm swimming
1: towards it. It's a great poster. Good stuff. I forgot about that. What if this guy got you pregnant? Poster. It's good.
0: That's really clever. It's really good marketing for this movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, because at the time as well, like Seth Rogen is not hugely known when Knocked Up comes out. Like he's in Forty Year Old Virgin, but it's not.
1: He's almost unrecognizable from his Forty Year Old Virgin role, though.
0: Because he's shaved that beard.
1: Because he shaved that horrible beard. <laughs>
0: That's the look I'm going for right now no, it <laughs> um, yeah it's it's wild how they were so on the money for Knocked Up it's probably because they just didn't know what to do with funny people Yeah, <laughs> like it, it's a different movie
1: it's a strange film like you say it isn't, it's an indie yeah. or like it, it most easily has those comparisons with indies
0: yeah it's just it's not it's strange <laughs> It's a strange strange film. It's a strange film. I I love it. I think it's, you know, there's there's not many movies quite like it. It's also the fact that, you know, they got to spend $75 million on just making this passion project for this guy. It's not perfect. I recognise that it's not perfect, but I do really, really like it and like all the people in it and like all the characters. And I'm happy to spend that two and a half hours with them.
1: Yeah, you know what? This is one of the rare occasions where talking more about the movie has made me enjoy it more. <laughs> I think it's just <laughs> well, down to do... your pure passion. Down to...
0: I don't know. I've been passionate about other movies that you've not
1: liked that I haven't been able to sway yeah, but... you on. Yeah, but they've been shit. <laughs> they've been shit, <laughs> That's Jack. the difference. That's
0: the difference. This one so this movie is actually like good throughout not just like moments where I'm just like grasping to something I'm like that's well, it's alright
1: yeah there could be something I thought it was really sweet when Adam Sullivan went for the family come first <laughs> yeah
0: I thought it was really funny when he was incredibly racially insensitive
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know what um, although I will say this this film did something really bad but I, what is, what is this to, film it made me want to fall in love Jack
0: Oh yeah, no, I get I that. Hated it. But also, it doesn't it it shows you that you should actually fall in love and not cling to past sort of like
1: yeah. <laughs> Which uh,
0: I, I I again, that's something I quite like in the movie.
1: Yeah, I think it's very it's a very good point. It's a very good point that the film makes.
0: Yeah, it's a it's it's yeah, it's almost like this John Avatar guy kind of knows what he's doing.
1: He kind of does. He just
0: and, and so you know. After this flops, he goes on to do this is forty, and now he's sort of in this realm of, he does a lot of documentaries now, mm. and he's also, he's either doing a documentary or he's doing his uh, promote a comedian to a movie star movie like Trainwreck or The King of San Island. Yeah, yeah. And he's now yeah the one my uncle's working on is called The Bubble, which is like a um, lockdown movie.
1: Oh, of course. <laughs> Uh, which has got nice.
0: pretty good cast actually. Karen Gillan, Maria Bakalova, David Duchovny,
1: David Duchovny, yeah,
0: <laughs> Pedro Pascal, wow,
1: Peter Serafinowicz, Rob Delaney,
0: Rob Delaney. It's all it's being all shot over here. Oh shit! Yeah,
1: the other Rapital um, daughter.
0: Yeah, apparently she like helped him write it. Oh cool! Because it was all again just all done during lockdown. I'm excited about it. Looking forward to what comes from it.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, should be fun.
0: Netflix? Fuck, yeah. i over it. <laughs> Damn right you are. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, uh. I think that's all I have to say on this movie that I absolutely love, that I think is really uh. interesting. It's mm. it's it's definitely got to, it's got to be the most interesting film we've covered, it's got to be the one with the most depth. I think. So, sorry, rain over me.
1: Yeah, I mean, I thought Strange Wilderness had some points, but <laughs> I know you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought Bucky Larson born to be a star. We've not seen it. Oh, we've not seen it. What's the other one? Dick Roberts, former child. Dicky Roberts. You Dickie do like Roberts. Dickie
0: Roberts, former child I star. Like Roberts. I thought. Mr. Deed's...
1: Mr. Deed said something interesting about what happens if a schlubby guy gets loads of money, that I'd never thought about it before. <laughs> this film kind of says that as well. Yeah, I suppose it does. Uh, this film did make me think, it made me think, why didn't I realise that Bo Burnham was in this?
0: (laughs) Oh, I was gonna ask, what would you rather watch, Yo Teach or The Goldbergs?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit, I think I'd rather, yeah, Goldbergs, Goldbergs, easy. They released, like, some
0: episodes of Yo Teach online. Mm. There was, like, yeah, there was... Like a lot of viral marketing for this movie, with all the fake like George Simmons movies and the YO teach stuff, and like there were like some randy clips on YouTube, and
1: they went too far.
0: Oh, well, I, just, I just think that marketing is probably better than the marketing that they actually did for the movie.
1: Yeah, true. <laughs>
0: um, Jesus, shall we talk awards? Yeah, let's talk awards. I'm pretty shocked that. There's not a lot of awards. Whoa! I'm, I'm... Not even a Teen Choice Award. There's Teen Choice Awards. Don't worry. Good, good, good. But I'm like, like, I would have thought like the Golden Globes would have eaten this shit up.
1: Hmm. Maybe, maybe it was too real. Like you know, *Tropic <laughs> Thunder*. *Tropic Thunder*. Did that do well at the Golden Globes? I don't know. I'm going to assume it did because it's kind of like self-congratulatory about uh, Hollywood, Hollywood. Whereas this is kind of like.
0: Tropic Thunder was Oscar nominated.
1: Oh yeah, true. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Tropic Thunder <laughs> Oscar nominated. Whereas this one is kind of like, yeah, there's, there's a lot of shit, a lot, a lot, a lot of shit that keeps getting pumped out and will keep getting pumped out by you, specifically the star of this film. Uh
0: yeah, but also I mean, TV the is year, terrible. Also, a year, <laughs> a year, a year later, um, the Golden Globes nominate. Alice in Wonderland as best comedy slash musical, so mm. I feel like this could have snuck in. <laughs> so it was nominated at the IGN Summer Movie Awards. Whoa! For favorite cameo.
1: Oh God! For who? For Eminem?
0: No. Can you? Can, I, I'll give you three guesses. IGN. Yeah. So you've had one guess with Eminem. Oh fuck. <laughs> If you get if you don't get it right, you'll never know.
1: No, I don't I can't have <laughs> that.
0: It's too much pressure.
1: Uh oh god, uh Rodman.
0: Rodman? <laughs> I don't know.
1: Uh, 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 IGN, IGN. What would they It's like? someone we haven't mentioned. Who would they like? Who would IGN so like? So it's not Norm Macdonald or Sarah Sullivan. Oh god, it's IGN. Who would you like? IGN is uh, uh, John John Bryan.
0: John Bryan, the the music, the the. Doesn't he do the score? <laughs> yeah, but
1: he's in it as well. He plays John is Bryan. He... <laughs> no, who no, was
0: it? It's not Mike from. Uh, it's not Tom from MySpace.
1: It's not Tom from MySpace. No. Oh, I've had my three.
0: Uh, it's Ray Romano. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) That's awful. awful. It's a good scene, but I would have gone for Eminem in that scene.
1: Yeah, same. Also, what I really liked about that scene is you've got all these famous people playing themselves, and then you've got two of the stars of Mad Men having to play actual characters in and amongst them, (laughs) which I find really sad because it just shows they're not at the right right level yet. You know? (laughs) i do know um yeah.
0: uh the other nominees in this category were harrison ford for bruno
1: hmm.
0: um brendan fraser for gi joe the rise of cobra
1: is he in that yeah i saw
0: that at the <laughs> cinema i don't remember it uh arnold schwarzenegger for terminator salvation oh yeah which He's not really he's in it. Like, it's CGI, like, not it? Yeah, it's a CGI version of
1: him. Complete with dingus.
0: <laughs> and uh, the winner is uh, Mike Tyson for The Hangover.
1: Hmm.
0: Remember 2009? Oh, remember when The Hangover
1: man. was a thing? When it was the biggest film in the world. I think I watched it like four times in a week. <laughs> Something insane. This is
0: you going to see The Hangover four times. No, and you going I to see didn't.
1: funny people? I didn't see it at the cinema. I think I got it on an iTunes download. And so it became like the post-drinking hangover film. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking terrible.
0: Um, All right, that's IGN. Then it has two nominees nominations at the Teen Choice Awards. It is nominated for Choice Summer Movie Star Male.
1: Ray Romano again.
0: <laughs> uh, Adam Sadler is nominated. Yeah.
1: This is a this
0: is a weird film to pop up at the teen choice all <laughs> once, because like apart from me, what teens are yeah, going to see this? I really want to watch
1: an hour and a half where a guy considers like whether love can actually survive time.
0: <laughs> the other nominees <laughs> are The Hangover for Bradley Cooper, yeah, uh, the Proposal with Ryan Reynolds,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Bruno, Sasha Baron Cohen. Mm-hmm. Another great teen movie, Public Enemies, for Johnny Depp. Oh, that like,
1: um, what was the one you were talking about last week where everyone went to see something for a young guy? Oh, Robert Cosmopolis. Yeah. it's, yeah, it's Cosmopolis <laughs> getting nominated for a Teen Choice oh. Award.
0: And uh, the winner is Shia LaBeouf for Transformers Revenge of the Fall. Oh, no, <laughs> I wonder idea. if he still has that award.
1: I don't think they strip you of awards, do they? No, but I just oh, wonder just if he, he still have it. Yeah, yeah. Probably, I wonder if he cares enough.
0: You. <laughs> do you see that thing about Rosamund Pike, who's like she's like buries all her awards? Yeah, so I enough like of them. <laughs> do you see like people were really angry again? People get angry about stuff on the internet when people fuck are they like, "What a waste! That? What a waste! Give it to me! I'd rather." have... <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, but you didn't earn it. What you're gonna like, do smelt it for a people dueling are fucking, knife.
0: People are like, they're like, what? It's so wasteful, We're so disrespectful. Why are you doing this? And I was like, this is great. She sounds wonderful.
1: Like, Fuck off. This was Fuck also off.
0: nominated for Choice Summer Movie Comedy. <laughs> Again, right. it's like the teens did not have a lot to choose from. I guess. Um, uh, nominated up against The Hangover, Bruno, Year One. Which, did you mm. see year one?
1: No, I stayed away from that one.
0: That's really bad. Yep. That's an Appetal production as well. Is it? Oh, yeah. dear. Uh, uh, and the winner is Up. Oh. <laughs> up, I love. But that's I'm just nice. like, what? It's such a strange category of Bruno, The Hangover, Funny People, Year One, and Up. <laughs>
1: 2009, man, it's a wild year. It's good shit. It's
0: a wild year. That's uh, that's the nom- That's all the nominations it got. I feel like yeah. Oh. I feel like it, yeah, it, like it could have snuck in just other places. I don't know. Uh,
1: yeah, it could have got one. I'm surprised it didn't get one of those soundtrack awards or whatever. The ones where yeah. you just turn up. It's a good soundtrack. It was a nice soundtrack.
0: <laughs> yeah, very strange. Don't. Really, I, I feel like, yeah, it deserved more. It deserves better than it got. And I think people also, like, sort of write this film off a lot, being like, oh, that's that long movie with two endings.
1: <laughs> hey, don't call me out. Not you. <laughs> I, mean... I just feel
0: like, just people in general. Yeah. People, you know, people complain about Avatar's length, but the thing is, the movies are good. Also, that's...
1: they shouldn't be worried about his length. It's been established he has a thick one.
2: <laughs> oh. the
1: kind of, oh. This is the joke from the film talking about yeah. the thick dingus <laughs> We didn't talk much about the penis jokes in the There's end There's so many There's so many It's just constant and it's like when Ira <laughs> when I was talking about fleshing out his his jokes and it's all just like dick balls dick balls balls dick
0: It is one of those things though that it was, there was so much of it that it went, stopped, it, it started not being funny and then started being <laughs> funny an hour into the movie. Where just yeah, like, I get you. Uh, it, it did really win me over <laughs> after a while.
1: It's the, I think I tried saying it on one episode before, but I got it wrong. It's the Stuart Lee shit bottle joke. I'm not going to fucking explain it because I don't want to explain jokes. Plus it will remind me of someone who, the first time I met them, cornered me at a party and recited an entire Stuart Lee routine despite me saying I'd already heard it
0: alright I get it you don't like it when I meet you at <laughs> very good <laughs> oh, you uh, got a thick dick
1: Bevenheim. you, you got, got a thick, thick. You got a, you got that thick dick pull it out and show me show me shmira,
2: that dick we know <laughs> why <laughs> I
1: did like that bit where he's like talking through his first day of class <laughs> like, oh, I bet you were just saying in the back and he's like, it's a wiener, oh, wiener! In <laughs> Incredible. I love
0: I love the, the the stuff during the fight where he's like, it's a freeway fight between Eric Banner and <laughs> Seth Rogen and, like, when Seth Rogen goes to get Eric Banner off of Sandler and, like, Banner is just like, oh, you want some of this, Shmyra?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, I really want to see Eric Banner have a much better time.
0: Yeah, yeah. We never will.
1: No. Well, maybe one day. When he stops being so damn sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Only then. It it will
0: never happen. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, Shall we talk about MVPs and LVPs? (sighs) Yeah. Josh Pappenheim, who is your MVP for this movie?
1: Uh, It's a toss-up. It's it's between Eric Banner for just being... Sexy, sexy lad. And also, like, after you spent so long with the film and you're like, okay, we're entering the third phase, the Marvel third phase and and the longest, it's just nice to have a new character come in and who's yeah. going to be with you for a long time. And I don't know, he's really... As I said earlier, he, that, he brings up.
0: that energy to, yeah. uh, to the last part of the movie. Like, without him, yeah, I agree, the movie would drag, but because he comes in and he is really good...
1: Yeah, it's like a nice chaos element. I just think, yeah, and he's really, he's funny. He's funny. He's nice to look at. He's good. So it's a toss-up between him and um, Ira Wright's thick hog. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I'm at. How about you, Jack?
0: Um, So I said, like, earlier, uh, Schwartzman was a close uh, MVP. Mm. And um, I just think he's really funny in this movie. Yeah. Um, Sandler was also a close MVP because Sandler's so fucking good in this yep, yep, but yep, yep. no I went for an obscure choice I went, I went for Torsten Vorgis as oh. Dr. Lars who uh, you might know as one of the nihilists from The Big Lebowski
1: or the tall one the tall date from G's Bigelow
0: From the, yes from G's Bigelow <laughs> Uh, I think he's really fun in this movie. I like. I think he's really good, like opposite Sandler and Rogan, sending out like just bad guy jokes at him, and him just being. I don't. I don't know what you mean. Yeah. (laughs) And I also just really like. You like my accent uh, now? Yeah. Well, I like the moment when he's like found out that like George is gonna be okay, and he's just like, "You big guy, (laughs) motherfucker!" Oh yeah. (laughs) It's a really sweet little moment. He's good. He's. (laughs) he's um yeah i really enjoy him like for like you know for a small role i think he does really well with it and uh plays to all his strengths but to be honest like this is a collection of uh just uh just good cast members and good writing and good direction and good cinematography like mvp here is a pretty easy easy shout out For anyone, yeah, I just I went for Torsten because I thought like he wouldn't get much much praise for this movie.
1: (laughs) That's very true. That's very kind of you, and it's a good choice in my opinion.
0: Even Justin Long in Redo is 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 great. Yeah, true. (laughs) Who is your LVP, Josh?
1: Mine's a toss up. (laughs) Is it? It's a toss up it's a three-way toss-up between um the length of the fucking movie
0: oh i guessed it
1: yeah you did guess it the length of the fucking movie is too long i don't it's like uh i mean i i agree it is really like it's a nice movie i will stick around and watch it i just i would always rather things were around two hours unless it's there will be blood in which case make it six
0: I mean, yeah, yeah. I think you have this problem more than I did because I, like like, uh, I liked stuff um, like I liked the Irishman. and I know you had like problems with length in that, and I liked uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I know you didn't like length in the movie <laughs> that. <laughs> um, so clearly, I'm 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 more sort of open to these longer movies where I'm just happy to hang out with a lot of these people. Mm. Where you're
1: just like, give me plot. Yeah, I do want plot, and if there's <laughs> character stuff happening at the same time, I'm into it.
0: I'm just like, if, as long as there's character stuff and going on, I'm usually fine.
1: Yeah, very, I mean, uh... I mean, <laughs> you know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I'm not I'm not sitting there and listening to anyone defend why there should be multiple ten-minute Brad Pitt driving in a car scenes. I like it. For nothing.
0: <laughs> I like
1: it. Yeah, fine. It's if, all about if it's the a mood. Sort, Yeah, if it's a sort of Brechtian... Let's alienate the audience because it's terrible. Whatever. It's not there. It's not. Yeah, I know it's. it's not. Just it's just good. Is it? It's just. Oh, I'm in a car listening to a song. Good shit. Anyway, so yeah. Length of the film that's in there. Um, Length of virus hog. No. Well, yeah, that was that was going to be the third one. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was going to be the third one. But it's fine. We'll go in. We'll go in. That was the jokey one. I was going to do it in the, you know, I was going to do it like the prestige, the the pledge, the turn, the thick hog, the short. Anyway, the all right, the other, the real one is um, Riz's agent because I just don't think he's utilized well in this.
0: No, I. I, And I don't like that his whole thing about
1: being uh... at the deli is that he's an ex-con, and he's one of the only Mm. black characters. In no, this. I agree
0: on that. And like, uh, yes, there is not a l- enough diversity in this movie. Um, there's
1: Aziz Ansari, but he's a dickhead. Yeah. Or there's RZA. Yeah. Hmm. Or there's like um. <laughs> or there's the male. Like there's
0: the, well, there's like a comedian in the background at one point. What's what's his name? Who also pops up in other? It's George Wallace. George mm. Wallace is in the background in one shot. Who's popped up in other Sandler movies? Yeah, yeah. So. Um, and Eminem thinks he's black right um, I don't
1: know <laughs> but yeah that's that's it for my MVPs just like racism yeah no I get that length and racism and also <laughs>
0: though I feel like the, of, of all the films we've covered to call this one out on racism as opposed to the others is like, yeah no no no, <laughs> oh, no it's, not,
1: it's not it's not quite the same
0: it's not quite as overt but no. maybe that makes it maybe worse maybe that makes
1: it worse subtle mm. Subtle racism. Who's your LVP, Jack? Uh,
0: my LVP is a toss-up as well. Mm. Um, my LVP is the marketing for this movie of just the, po- <laughs> the people who designed the poster. Yeah. Like, like, fuck you. Do a better job. <laughs> um, I'm sure there were big wigs up, above you, who was? Stopping you from doing a better job because I've worked as a creative as well, and I know mm. it's not always easy. But there's there's got to be there's got to be a fucking tagline. Um,
1: They're funny uh,
0: people. It's got to be a better tagline than fucking like beautiful people, funny people. My it's got to be something about
1: dying. Like you've and, heard about uh, dying on stage. This is ridiculous.
0: Uh, my my other uh, LVP is Happy Madison Productions. Oh okay. You proved you can do something really <laughs> interesting. Why are we sitting through so much shit?
1: Oh Yeah, that's a good. That's a good point.
0: Like why, why? Why? Like why is it I'm gonna have to like you know? I mean, we've talked about this movie not making as much money, but fuck it, like I've got to go through Grown Ups next. I got to go through Just Go <laughs> with It, Zookeeper, Bucky Larson, Born to Be a Star, Jack and Jill. <laughs> that's one year that's one year (laughs) no actually no it's uh, sorry that's two two years years. that's two years but fucking hell like you can be better we've shown that you can be better so do it and i think that's a lot of people sort of complaints with adam sandler in general and i think it's a good like sort of comeback to that that thing about why we started the podcast and to talk about why we like Adam Sandler, mm. despite the fact that we don't know why. I think this movie is a good, good evidence of it. He shows here. He's really good at playing something. And like now when I think about Adam Sandler, because this is the version of him I've liked the most, this is the version of him I'm going to think about.
1: Yeah. I get And,
0: you. and so it's always a crushing disappointment when he goes back to playing dickhead who everyone likes
1: <laughs> yeah but maybe then you should have another LVP
0: for Adam Sandler. no for Rob Schneider no Jackie Sandler.
1: no <laughs> for us Jack us us me and you we and are the, the least and the players and the audience
0: cause he deserves complete disrespect to us huh because he shows complete disrespect to no, us. No, because
1: we show complete disrespect to ourselves.
0: Fuck you! I won't see this movie four times. I know. No, I'm not
1: talking. All right. Okay. When I say us, I suppose I mean you. Me. <laughs> I suppose I mean me, and I suppose I mean the filmgoers of the world. That if we rewarded Adam Sandler when he did a good thing, even though, like, don't get me wrong, I think. Like, I do like this film, but I I think one of the things that leads to it being so good is that it isn't, it's Adam's son, they're giving a performance that's, like, in opposition to everything else he does. And so it's, like, it's extra good because of that. But imagine if you had, like, 15 films like this where he's doing decent performances. This might not even... Can you imagine a world where this isn't even in, like, the top seven?
0: No, yeah, I know what you mean. Um... But it doesn't have to be this level of performance. But it has to. It, there should be some sort of development of of who he is as an actor. I feel. Yeah. Like. It doesn't always have to be like something that plays back on what he does, but. but maybe we yeah, do I, get
1: that for Hubie.
0: Maybe we do. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> I forgot we to say. Do. Like this is the film he chose to do and turned down Inglorious Bastards for. What? Yeah.
1: Who was he playing? Who was he going to play? Beardew. He was going
0: to be uh, yeah the birdie. Fuck. From what I know, like that role was bigger when it was going to be him.
1: Mm. I mean, I love Eli Roth in that film, but I would have liked to have seen Sandler do it. Sandler working with Tarantino is probably it was apparently
0: that role was written for him. No. Yeah, it's
1: <laughs> Jesus it's a uh,
0: so it's a shame that these because. To be honest, like I, I, you know, I wouldn't want to see this movie with Paul Rudd. I like it with Adam Sandler, um, so it's a shame yeah. that those two movies come at the same time. Yeah, because yeah, I, yeah. I would have liked, would have liked to see what Sandler would have brought to Donny Donowitz. Um,
1: yeah, it would have been good. I see him wearing a Yankees T-shirt. It'd be incredible.
0: But also, it'd be a shame to not have uh, Eli Roth direct *Nation's Pride*.
1: Mm, true. Maybe we could have got Sandler directed. <laughs> Nation's Pride, who knows?
0: I also didn't realise that uh Tarantino offered Simon Pegg uh the um Michael Fassbender role.
1: <laughs> oh fuck off. <laughs> Absolutely not. He fucking nails that. It's so good. Yeah, no.
0: Like I'm, apparently Pegg said no due to Tintin. But,
1: good um, good <laughs> call. Good call, Peg.
0: But uh, oh. yeah I would have I, I wouldn't have been as happy with that change no. up is um,
1: incredible in that movie so um, good god I need to watch that again that was another iTunes purchase you were all about iTunes I really purchases was. in 2009 I really was it's uni time
0: you were just like god this is the new way of watching movies
1: yeah I mean it's pretty it's, it's at the point where I'd heard that Netflix streaming was a th- Thing in the US, but it hadn't made it over here yet, and I was like, "Let me. I want to be about this streaming life. No cheeky (laughs) anymore. No cheeky. No cheeky. (laughs) I want to go legit. (laughs) Josh Pappenheim.
0: How can people find you on Twitter?
1: Oh shit! Oh, do you want to go first? Because then I roll into the show yeah, stuff sure. wait what do you want to ask me oh, good stuff What? What a good film. Jack, it's a good film it's a good film it's a good film I enjoyed it I enjoyed talking about it with you
0: I enjoyed talking about it with you it's nice to agree on a film that is very good
1: it's nice um, Jack if other people <laughs> want to talk to you about nice films where can they find you on social media and beyond
0: people want to talk to me, they should come up to me in the street and shake my hand. No, they Not, shouldn't. We're no, in the no, no, no. <laughs> um, Illegal. Um, <laughs> it is. Um, no, if people want to talk to me, they can find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, um, all, all uh, letterboxed yeah. at JFG in Digital3D. I'm there. I'm always happy to talk about funny people. Funny people in real life, like actual people who I find funny, and the movie funny people.
1: That's very good and commendable.
0: What about you, Josh? What if people want to say, hey, Josh Pappenheim, I want to know your opinions on things.
1: Oh, me? If people want to find me, they can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, on Letterboxd, on Hinge, on... Tinder on other things. At P-A-P-S-B-Y At P-A-P-S-B-Y That's at Papsby. It rhymes with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And as always, if you want to find a
0: podcast... I was so sure you were going to say it rhymes for funny people because it's a Gatsby adaptation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. I need to do Leo Fells. Okay, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you know what else? Do you know what? I'm adding another LVP. This uh. episode of the podcast. It's gone on... For longer than the film. And the film is two and a half hours long.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Most of our apps go this long, don't they? No. They go to an <laughs> hour
1: and 40. This is this is obscene. I'm sorry, listeners. Anyway, if you want to leave us a review about how great you thought the podcast app was, or the podcast in general, please do. And ratings. Uh, we really appreciate all of them. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, we're at TrueHapMad. And if you want to email us at true hat, oh, wait, truehatmad at gmail.com, please do not send us terrifying emails.
0: Yeah, whoever keeps scaring <laughs> Josh, stop it. I
1: really don't like it. I don't appreciate it. I don't care for it, and I won't respond to it. RIP Jessica Walter.
0: But if you if you do need help, um, stop asking <laughs> us stop for asking
1: it. Stop asking us. We'd have nothing.
2: Oh,
0: right. it. Next week, you can tune in to hear us talking about uh, the only release under the Scary Madison um, production label. Fuck yeah! Uh, we're going to be talking about the shortcut, also known as avoid the shortcut. Ooh! <laughs> but don't avoid the movie or the podcast. No,
1: it's going to be very good. Possibly very-
0: Spooky.
1: Ooh. I haven't watched the film yet. We'll see. No,
0: not have I. It might no. be really funny. Could be. <laughs> um, uh. <laughs> and as always.
1: I think, oh shit! I thought you said, And as always, you got a thick hog.
0: You do have a thick hog. Oh, Goodbye, man. everybody.
1: <laughs> Bye. It's the only podcast